Welcome to Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana and Mommy. Do what you wanted to do the last time. Just say it. Lads, 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 lads. We're back. Lads, 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 lads. That's how Wadi wanted to intro this episode. And there was no reason. Yeah. Or no explanation. Because it's lads on tour. Who's the lads? Lads. And what tour? We are the lads. We haven't talked about what we're going to call our fans. What if we call them lads? <laughs> Given that they're maybe all girls. <laughs> you don't know that for a fact. Given that they may be predominantly women. Yeah, why can't we call them lads? Oh, yeah. Let's own the word lads. Co-opt the word lads. I just, From lads. We are lads. Why, why can't we just be called ladettes? Oh. <laughs> about why can't we call them? You answered your own question there. I, think, I actually find it so hard to even say like ladettes. ladettes. <laughs> why can't we call them ladettes? <laughs> the French word. The lovely French ladettes. <laughs> I think we should be called lads. I just think it's really funny. Sometimes I start emails with lads. Who are you emailing? <laughs> Unless you are speaking to men, which I'm assuming you are. I don't know if I'm speaking to a mixture of people. I'm trying... Lads, even, lads, lads. No, I'm even more conscious when I use the word guys now because of just like your workplace and environments and teams. You just don't know the gender of everyone in the room. That's why I think it's fine to call everyone lads. If you said the word hey guys, I think it's more acceptable than hey lads. Even, right, though, even though I'm more conscious now of using the word guys, I'm now thinking about like, hey all, hey everyone. What would we call them? La boys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> La boys. This is not some kind of Amazon Prime drama. La boys, I said. Isn't there a show called The Boys? Yes, mine's different then. It's a, that's the French version. That was French. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even, even like, I would le say, bill, le, le fille. Bill. Fille. What's the girlie's name, Phyllis? Well, if we call the fans, I don't know. Can you guys subscribe and tell us if you we like lads? Just call you just the gigglers. No, I hate that so much. <laughs> uh. The script, the jokers. The, yeah, the scripters and the gigglers. <laughs> no, we need to think of a name for for our squad because we you are a community what? here. But based on this, I think we should just um, give this to the community. Shingles. <laughs> <laughs> so what between the shits and giggles? Shingles. Shingles. I don't want this community to be known as a My form of fungal be calling disease. Guys shingles. No, I think I think we should just leave that leave that. Scrapplers. No, I whatever. Scribblers. Scribblers. I just don't. I feel like we should do like Rihanna. We'll do a poll. We'll think of our top five names and we'll do a poll um, at the midpoint. Yeah, let's do that. But I, do, I think we should be like Rihanna where she let her fans decide that name. And what are they called? They're called the Rihanna Navy. Whatever, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not, what, absolutely, that's awful. I think that is simple. It gives you the name of the brand. The Rihanna, Rihanna Navy. Navy. Maybe that's her favourite colour. Speaking of Rihanna, I think it's time for some pop culture news. Pop culture news. So congrats to Rihanna because she is headlining. <laughs> Can you imagine? Imagine if she does like a Beyonce yeah, on the stage. Yeah, again. Yeah. I don't even think it's, you're allowed to be pregnant that quickly. Some people are. I know, you're not allowed to though. What like it's not advised. To? It's not advised, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I know, I know it happens, but I'm saying like, you're not supposed to. Yeah, but then you you see babies that are born like months. And it's apart. illegal. 
So I don't think it's illegal. Of <laughs> course, they advise you not to have sex after um, before six weeks. Huh? Your, no, only six weeks. Only I think six weeks afterwards. Well, the, after of birth. course, people are having children in the same year. So yeah, that's unhealthy. So anyway. To clarify, Brianna is not pregnant. We don't know that. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> Rihanna is not pregnant. Um, but um, she will be headlining the Super Bowl next year. And she did a really fun, cute post with her tattooed hand holding... Was that her hand? That was her hand, that yeah. Because she's got like um, really beautiful tattoos on her wrist. And that was her holding the Super Bowl. And that was her announcement. She was hold- she, did you say she was holding the Super Bowl? That was her holding the ball <laughs> to make that announcement. Um, what are your thoughts on this? I'm really excited because, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a massive sports fan. Definitely not a Super Bowl fan. But what I do and, watch... Sorry, really quickly. What sport do you think that they play at the Super Bowl? <laughs> Bowling? <laughs> What's the name of the sport? I was going to say baseball, but I think I'm wrong. <laughs> What is the sport? Handball. I'm going to give you a third chance. What's the sport? It's a famous American sport. Football. But what kind of football? American football. Thank you. Because you thought it was baseball. Handball. Handball? (laughs) Handball. Oh, God. Either way, they use... They throw balls with their hands. (laughs) (laughs) I don't watch sports very much. The only reason I would watch the Super Bowl are for the halftime show and also the ads. So I'm always excited to see who... You watch it for the ads? No, I watch the ads afterwards because I'm in marketing, so it's really important for me to see like, what is the key like talking points, what is creative... Oh, community. I almost forgot you worked in marketing. <sighs> what is causing a conversation online? So that's why I'm intrigued in the ads, but I also love the halftime show, especially the good acts. Who's, who's your favourite halftime... Oh, that's hard. After the show acts that you've seen. Beyonce, definitely. I think she's like number one from for just elevating it. Michael Jackson, I know it's controversial. When he did his performance, it was iconic. I also loved Bruno Mars because I'm a massive fan. There's some great. I mean, every song was a hit. Like it just felt like a really good time. And I actually enjoyed the last one with like Dr. Dre and Mary J. Blige and Eminem. And Eminem, Eminem, yeah. and Eminem, and Snoop Dogg. It was just and? really nostalgic. Um, um, Kendrick. Thank you. I just yeah, it was very nostalgic. I think it was really and it was a great ensemble. Whereas you've seen some random ensembles like Coldplay with Beyonce and Bruno Mars just jump on. It just it didn't make sense. I feel like you're missing out a really important performance. If you say Prince, Shakira and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, and do you know why it was iconic? Because. Jennifer Lopez, famously not a singer. So it was really interesting her seeing her sing songs that she's never sung before in her life. <laughs> <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. I said, what is she going to do? But she danced the hell out of those songs. But that's all you want. Really and truly, you just put play, play Jenny on the block and then she just danced to it. Play Let's Get Loud. <laughs> ever done um a halftime show it should have uh, been, should have been ricky martin shakira jennifer lopez and daddy yankee so random no i do think that <laughs> not really ricky martin definitely hasn't done a halftime show and i don't think he'll be doing one anytime soon if you know no. if he's his recent news means that but apparently that wasn't true it's not allegedly allegedly 
And also, he's currently suing the nephew. I yeah, think. I mean, so he's a bit busy. If that's a lie, that's crazy. That, like, yeah, that's, that's messed up. Stuff. Yeah, but he, he's pretty busy. That's why he's not going to be doing it anytime soon. Um, I do also think that J Lo could have carried it on her own, which is something that was mentioned in her documentary on Netflix. Yeah, of course she could. She's got loads of bangers. Yeah, but she doesn't sing them. Yeah, but so she, how was she going to carry honest, the show on the halftime show? It's so noisy. <gasps> you forgot someone who? else. Who? Lady Gaga. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I don't get me wrong, I do think Lady Gaga has some amazing hits. Little Monsters listening to this right now. Gaga. Dox, Dox Shoshana, find her address. <laughs> I just think that, I'm not saying it was a bad show, it's just there's a lot of stuff she happening. She came down from the ceiling. Yeah, well, I, know, I ceiling, remember. the ceiling, the sky. Yeah, she came down, it was, a, it was a spectacle, but I just wasn't as entertained as I was with Beyonce, where it was a much, probably more slimmed down production. And hit all her notes. It hit all her her biggest hits. Brought even Destiny's Child back from the from the fire. <laughs> there was a lot of fire. None of them were dead. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, she brought back Destiny's Child. What do you think the symbolism of the fire was? I mean, I wasn't too sure. I mean, Devil music. Yeah. Illuminati. Mm, mm. If you remember, what you re- if you heard some of my reviews from the um, Renaissance, you get what I mean. I bet about. there were several videos about that performance. <laughs> on YouTube oh God, circulating. so many. The symbolism. Um, so Going back to Rihanna, though. Yeah. Because you know she had um, been offered the. Yes. Um, halftime, halftime show. show before, yeah, yeah. and that she'd passed on it mm. because she felt that it was unpatriotic um, to perform when Colin Kaepernick Mm. um, was protesting. um, What is it called? The NFL? Well, I think there's been a lot of developments since the Taking the Knee movement and um, Colin's protest. I think there was either a lawsuit or some type of litigation and that's been sorted. I I thought he was still currently suing them. He may be, but I do think that sentiments have changed around um, Colin Kaepernick and also around the NFL um, since those protests. Nothing is perfect. And we probably need to do more research because, as I said, I don't do sports. But I think maybe there has been some reassurances for Rihanna in terms of her contract or in terms of like her positioning with the NFL that made her change her mind about being part of the show. Probably. She has to pay for her maternity leave. <laughs> She's got Fenty to do that. You know. And, um, um, so I guess I shouldn't ask you what you think about Roger Federer retiring from tennis. Since you're we, not a big... I think we should 100% talk about Serena Williams. And, oh, of course. We and actually acknowledge her. Serena. I may not know sports, but I definitely know that we should be giving her flowers every single day for what she did. She paved the way. What did she do for you, personally? I think she showed how to de- I, I mean I think that she is one of the goats she showed that a black woman can dominate in a sport that was not designed for her and based on that what sports have you tried a run that's usually dominated by black people <laughs> I'm asking what sport have you tried no for? I mean I do long distance running actually that is dominated <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're talking yourself into a corner I'm asking you what sport have you tried when I was younger, I did all the sports, like netball, tennis, basketball. I loved basketball. Get dominated by black people, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> go I on. really want to say golf, but that's never happened. Never mini golf, golf, mini golf. No. That's probably the closest sport I've done in a while. Mini golf. How do you feel about that being the closest sport that you've played in a long time? Um, 
It's not for this podcast. Well, listen up, community <laughs> of lads. We're starting a netball league. And if you want to join them. No. Oh. Obviously, Serena Williams is incredible. Yeah. She's, like, watching her play tennis is incredible. Um, I really love tennis. It's one of my favourite sports because I quite like... Um, basically, you get to know the people playing. Yeah, like, on a team, there's loads of people. You have to watch them a couple mm-hmm. of times before you can get to know someone. But I think I remember I watched um, Andy Murray maybe two summers before he actually won Wimbledon. Mm. And, like, his passion, as I would like to call it, I'm sure lots of people being like, he's sulking, he's throwing a tantrum. I don't know. There's something about the way that he played and how much he wanted it that I really was like, damn, I want this guy to win. Everyone wants it. I'm talking about me and my experience of the sport now, not you, okay? <laughs> and not everyone. I did feel that way, actually, when I watched a full game of uh, Roger Federer versus Nadal and that was one of the first games I watched with my brother like tennis games I watched with my brother and I was rooting for Roger and my brother was rooting for Nadal and it was the first time we were like we probably need fresh blood in this sport because it's the same old men but I love the but the rival that's like how those rivalries grow isn't it I think that um having watched Serena Williams play like so effortlessly for such a long time Mm. actually watching her in those last few games was quite hard yeah. yeah she doesn't lose so yeah, it's really interesting see her. seeing her in that place and i don't think it was that she'd lost her passion for the sport i think it's much like all the sports and i think that's what's crazy about sport is that like your shelf life is so small mm. there's very few sports where you can like i'm gonna be 50 and still playing this yeah. um and these people aren't even that old but they're old for sports yeah. people they've got all these injuries because they yeah. play these games and like they're athletes who push their bodies to their to the limit, and I just think that you know, I really appreciate the entertainment that they provide us. Yeah. So congratulations to Serena Williams and Roger Federer for going down in history as the greatest tennis players to ever tennis, and especially Serena Williams because she's Amazing. literally incredible. Yeah, and also congrats to Rihanna again. You know, what are the hits that you're hoping that she plays? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! What's my name? Um. Honda replay because yeah, you, you DJ. have to. Yeah, you have to. Um, that's her roots. Um, maybe finish it off with that unfaithful. <laughs> <laughs> Any <Anyway, that, laughs> She's got to do umbrella, obviously. Umbrella, of course. She's yeah. got to do um, work, even though that's oh, yeah, not technically. Yeah. Is that hers or is it's that? Hers, it's hers. DJ Khaled's song. No, that's her. Oh, wait. No, that's Wild Thoughts. That's Wild She should do Wild, wild Thoughts as well. As well. <laughs> I was going to say um, Diamonds. She has to do... Actually, maybe she'll finish off with diamonds. She has to do S, 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 M, M, M. And she has to do Rude Boy. Oh, yes. Disturbia. No. I'd be fine if we never hear that song again. Bum, bum, beer. I'm going to have a song No, that's how they start. There'll be like robots coming in. Da, da, dee, da, da. And then she doesn't do the song. Yeah, she goes on to the next one. yeah. I think she's got so many hits. Even some of the stuff that she did with Calvin Harris. We Found Love. Yeah, I love yeah. that song. I think she just has so many hits that it's going to be just a fun time. What a nostalgic song, We Found Love. Yeah. Makes me think of being at uni immediately. Yeah, in the club. Yeah, just yeah. being like, and then you do, I do club. love you, you're my best friend. No, like, this is, if anyone's finding love in here, it's very hopeless. Loads of <laughs> people are finding love in that hopeless place. Yeah, true. That's the whole point of the song. Yeah. <laughs> but I just think that it's, it's going to be a really fun um, a fun halftime show. I'm not expecting like all the. Cho- I'm not expecting all the choreography in the world. 
Oh. Can you say that for me? I'm not expecting yeah. all the choreography in the world, but I'm <laughs> expecting I'm expecting like a great time. Like you want to be in that arena dancing to her playing a track. Like, I'm expecting it to be as full on a production as um Beyonce. No, as um Lady Gaga. No, as um the Fenty shows. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. I hope she gets Paris I'm gonna say Goebbels, Paris. Anyway, Paris choreographs her Fenty shows. Yeah. I think she should choreograph I've, the halftime show. I'm obsessed with her. If I was her, I would use this as an opportunity to just make this Fenty show times three or yeah. volume four, whatever volume she's on now. She's on four. Yeah. Do that now. Um, if you haven't seen the Fenty shows, I would advise them. They are yeah. absolutely just such great. If you I love mean, dancing yeah. <laughs> and underwear. And, and fashion, yeah. I, I I think I watched the first two volumes. And Migos. Were they there? Yeah. And um, that dude, Savage, 21 Savage, and Future. Okay. Do you think that she'll bring any co- collabs? Or... Yeah, I think Drake's coming out for... Oh, yeah, yeah. What's my name? <laughs> I mean... It's... What? But, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Because Drake... I still go back to when Drake was at that award show. I think... She was winning the Lifetime Award for the Billboard Music Awards, and Drake was announcing her as the winner, and he was like, "She's the love of my life." Oof! <laughs> oh my god! I totally <laughs> forgot they used to date. See, they used to date. They were dating during that "What's My Name" yeah. era, and he was like, "Yeah, she's the love of my life. I love her so much." I think they were either dating around that time, but my guy was coming in factor fifty. No, but that's Drake all over. Yes. That is Drake all he's over. If he was on so thick. If he was on Married at First Sight, that would be him. First yeah, the she, first day. I love yeah. her, we'll for the rest yeah. of my life, but I'll die for her. He'd be like, This is yeah. too much. And then she left, got together with ASAP Rocky and then now have a kid together. Yeah. <laughs> she did date the billionaire as well. So I mean she's she's one of the people that she's had like a track record, but it's not been like super extensive. She's just like had really strong relationships moved on from each one she's gonna do bitch but I have my money yes yeah yeah I think Rihanna much like I said to Beyonce about let me do the music videos for Renaissance I think you should let me do your halftime um show I know I'm not a director or a choreographer or even a music I'm not involved in music in any way but I really do have a vision (laughs) for this now that I've thought about the set list I think it's gonna be so fun also one thing to flag is Usually the halftime show would be sponsored by Pepsi. They've sponsored it for many, many years. Yeah. But this year, or sorry, excuse me, next year, it's going to be sponsored by Apple Music. So I think it's going to be very much of a music production. You're really going to be able to lean into the music. I'm very keen to see what the sponsorship looks like. It's, this is a very much marketing interest, but I'm keen to see how Apple will tie into Rihanna and her brand and then, you know, Fenty and I can't wait for the the entire half time show to become an album on Apple for me to pay money to listen to. <laughs> and very excited. And that's, that's the circle of life. The circle of life. A complete side note: I have been targeted multiple times on TikToks and Instagram reels by um, the song "Coffee," which is on Renaissance album. Well, it's a trend at the moment. That's why it is, it's not you being targeted. It's just it's trend. a trend. I know, but the song 
literally once i've started hearing it it's just made me go back to spotify and listen to the song and i really like it isn't now. it such a good it's song it's a really nice song i'm telling you that album i mean she just swears a lot a... This, she does swear a lot yeah she's got song. she got a bit wild on this she album. did yeah i mean but so... they're just such like funky it's yeah, a lovely I... great disco yeah. track isn't it and i just don't understand why i missed it the first time i heard but it. i'm sure another song will trend and i will love it as well but this um... is i'm telling you it will work it's magic on you for me, it was immediate, but I'm telling you, at some point, it'll catch you. But that's what that's what Harry Styles did. Oh, not Harry Styles again. And Speaking of musicians, there was another musician that's I, also in the spotlight this week. Adam Levine. Sadly, Adam Levine. Not for a good thing. No. Tell us who Adam Levine is for Adam people Levine, who might not know. If you do not know, he is the frontman of Maroon Five, which is a band that was very dear to my heart. I used to listen to them when I was very young. And I've been, a, I've been a fan for some time, but for me, they've always been kind of like a pop rock, funky type of band. And more recently, maybe over the last like five to 10 years, they've probably moved more into the pop space, R&B space, anything that's popular at the time space. R&B? Yeah. There's, there was a song that I heard Adam Levine rapping. I was like, I think this is the end. I do think going on The Voice made him affected the music that the band yeah. made he's more of they're a commercially successful band yeah and they've been able to stand the test of time for decades now and do you think that was partially because people thought he was hot yeah probably was he hot i thought he was okay is I mean, he still I think, hot um maybe not after because he's story. not really your type is he he's quite tattered he's quite a tattooed guy now why are you dragging conversations off well, I'm just, off, I'm just... off podcast onto this <laughs> we will talk about this in future episodes because we're gonna t- yeah about I'm just asking firstly for our dates and scribbles dates and scribble episodes we'll talk about it but also the tattoo conversation came up when we were talking about Matt from Married at First Sight which we'll also talk about later on in this episode and Quasquare episodes you but actually didn't have to include all of that I did want to because I feel like you were trying to drag me I'm not I'm just asking no tattoos guys are not my preference and adam levine was less tattooed um earlier in his career and has progressively got more tattooed as time have gone on which doesn't make him unattractive it just i feel like he's not just the tattoos i think it's just his persona that's made me less attractive to him but also to the band as well because the music is just not as much of an interest so to me so why is he in the news so recently he, why is he in the news this week he's in the news this time because um there is a allegedly oh there, there is allegedly a influencer her name is sumner stoll who has said that adam what a weird name you know oh interesting um <laughs> who said that um she had an affair she had an affair with adam levine now i've discovered this on twitter i i think i was maybe leaving your place and he was trending mm-hmm and I was getting worried because one, Adam Levine is someone who does not get into, he's not trending for any particular reason. I'll be honest. Not even for his music. Not even for his music, I'll be honest. Like, yeah, he's not n- normally trending. He's not, he's quite an unproblematic artist, well, before this this story. Um, so when I saw him trending, I honestly f- went to the worst and I thought he had me have died or something like that. Until I clicked and saw all these, um, memes and all these stories that he cheated on his wife of over i think that his wife is victoria's secret model called bahati prinslow 
or Prince Lou. Um, and they've been together for, I think, almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has got two children. Mm-hmm. So in this story... And she's pregnant. Right? And she's pregnant because the influencer actually outed the pregnancy because, because in text messages and DMs, uh, Adam Levine messaged Sumner and asked Sumner whether he can call his child, his upcoming son, her name. He literally sent her a message that was like, would it be weird if I name my new baby Sumner? It's a name that we really like, LOL. That was the nature of dead the message. Serious. Dead serious. He said dead serious. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which, I have so many thoughts. He So, I, I learned about this also on Twitter, but from the memes where it'd be like, oh, um, pirates when they board a new ship. And then it's the messages where it's like, I may need to see the booty. Fuck. Um, which is very funny, um, if you know about pirates. <laughs> uh, and and uh, treasure. But um, I thought it was really funny. And then I slowly learned, having seen many, many of those memes, that um, it was about Adam Levine and Levine Levine and how he... Um, <laughs> Was messaging multiple women yeah, I, on on Instagram. Yeah. Um, the most like bare face, like I don't know what I expected, but I was just, I don't know why I make the mistake of thinking that men will try and be strategic about how they cheat. Like mm. there'll be coded language. There won't be a paper trail. And actually, the truth is, people are just horny idiots and lazy and leave paper trials everywhere and will message anyone who they don't know who might one day out them to everyone also go on the the text specifically i think you've made it very clear that you don't have to have much game if you think you're attractive because some of those texts were just so like juvenile i may need to see the booty is actually what i'm gonna start messaging people (laughs) on dating apps. <laughs> just first message no even hi how are you just immediately i may need to see the booty <laughs> i just i i was so surprised and also I mean, bo- who says booty? booty i mean it's 2022 this guy is about 40 years he old. is about he yeah, showed he's 40 ass. yeah and i'm not saying that you don't you can't have game when you're 40 but i'm just saying that for someone who is in the public eye who it's quite com- like he's incredibly confident a bit arrogant that's always been his kind of persona it's just so interesting to see him flirt so badly so so badly maybe it's because he's been out of the game for a while but given that there's been multiple women yeah just- i think he just seems like a dude who um who doesn't have to try very hard yeah. to get girls no. and um it's a bit sad yeah. i think it's really interesting because his wife is very pretty mm. um and it just goes to show that like it don't matter who you are. If a man is a dog, he's a dog. Beyonce got cheated on. I think we just need to remember that. By a dog. <laughs> oh, God. And if a man is a dog, he's going to be a dog. It's not I really think... got anything to do. There's nothing his wife could have no, done to him. Um, it's not like, no. it's not a unique situation. She's yeah. not an idiot. It's nothing like that. Yeah. It's the fact that like, for people like Adam Levine, if he sees a hot girl, apparently he can't help but yeah. try and get in her pants. It's just, it's very interesting that this is the girl that's come forward. Because once that, when she came forward, I, I did think, well, where there's one, there's many. Yeah. So I definitely had the assumption that there's going to be multiple women that will come out. And I mean, in their droves, very quickly, one mm. by one. Um, 
I saw so someone on TikTok say that like he has a type because like the first three all kind of look like Megan Fox. Wow. Um, I'm trying to think. His wife doesn't, of course, doesn't look like Megan Fox, but she's has a similar physique. Yeah, I was gonna say. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. Two other things. Firstly, the name Sumner. I think it's an okay name. What does it mean? I, I have no idea. I thought it was Summer. Yeah. That's why I was confused. I was like, why would you want to call your son Summer? Summer. Maybe because summer. that's when they were born. Summer. 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 It's summer. what time it is. No. <laughs> that's why you want no. to name your kid Summer. Yeah, but every time you're like, what's your name? Summer. And then everyone's just chanting. You're like, Summer. Summer. <laughs> why? Plus, what type of messed up nonsense that you will call your child the name of the person that you slept with. I don't. I got the impression that they had time had passed as well. Maybe they'd not seen each other for a while. Yeah. Him and his wife are sat at home going over names. She's like, "What about Sumner?" He's like, "Sumner? Why is that a familiar name?" <laughs> oh yes, a woman I once had sex with while we were married. <laughs> Let me quickly drop her a line and check that she doesn't mind me. What's it got to do with her? Yes, so messed up. You know, she says like, oh, we hadn't spoken for a while, and the first message back after a while is. Is it okay if I name my future kid Sumner? Don't worry, it's a boy, dead serious. Yeah, but do you think that he told her because he was worried that if, the, if it does come out, which, you know, I'm, I'm assuming, I'm, yeah, I'm assuming that the child would definitely be called Sumner now. But if, if it came out that um, Adam and Bahiti had a child, it was called Sumner, that Sumner may come forward and be like, well, that's my name. Well, then just don't even bother that's to do it. it. It's very weird it's, to me. Yeah. I think it, what it shows to me is how arrogant he was yeah. that he was like this will not blow up in my yeah. face yeah. that he had because he didn't need to do that yeah. and he also didn't need to name his kid Sumner no. I think a part of him was like oh this will be like a fun little inside joke so between stupid. me and Sumner if I name my kid yeah. Sumner knowing that I once had sex with a woman named Sumner yeah. but, but for him also that was the second point I wanted to make he doesn't believe that he was having an affair he just believed that he crossed the line quote unquote yeah so this is, is my question yeah. Because I haven't been able to figure out... I feel like some people have said that they had sex with him. And some people have just said that he messaged them. All of it is cheating. Okay. All of it is an affair, in my opinion. I mean, the, based on those messages, it's not good. No, all of it is. I think the minute you you have the intent, whether that's physical or mentally or spiritually, con- to connect with someone... What's a spiritual intent? <laughs> you could have a spiritual affair with someone. <laughs> No, I'm just saying that like, if you connect with someone outside of your partner in any type of capacity, to me that is cheating. It may be, yes. So if you made a friend? No. Well, I'm sorry, that no, sounds I mean, so, yeah. so weird. Like if no, you say, just blink at me yeah. at the same time and I no, blink. No, you know what I mean? Like if you make like, okay, if you make an emotional connection. If you make an emotional connection with your friends? With a, a guy or with someone of the sex that you are with of your partner in a romantic way okay come on if you if you're having those dms and it moves from being friendly like oh thank you for supporting me i great that you're from the maroon five to like let me see your beauty that is that is emotionally cheating you may not be physically doing the action but your mind is doing obviously though i'm not saying that you asking to see someone's ass cheeks is obviously (laughs) a problem but where you were like if you connect with someone because this i don't think he was connecting with these women at all i I think he just wanted to have sex with them there was a connection you thought these people were friends because i feel like like a wi-fi connection (laughs) your granddad um (laughs) 
I feel like Summer was quite clear in that, like, it, she never said, oh, but we were just such good friends. Like, yeah. that never came across to me at all. And also, let's not forget, she was 21 when he messaged her, oh, maybe. So and he would have been, what, 40? Like, it's not, he wasn't connecting with her as a friend and then was like, oh, but she's actually so hot. Yeah. It was immediately off the bat sexual. Yeah. So, it's sorry. I Don't tarnish all people, but the same brush that Adam Levine is being tarnished because what he did was completely, wasn't crossing the boundary. You're right, it's cheating. Yeah. But I think anyone having a conversation with anyone no, else. No, okay. I definitely agree with you. It's not, it's not just like having a conversation and connecting as a friendly or for friendly intentions. This is connecting with someone for romantic intentions. It wasn't, and, I would say this wasn't romantic. No, okay, maybe not it was this, sexual. Maybe, yeah. Maybe not in this example, it wasn't romantic. But there was going to be, if he really wanted to put his, his money where his mouth was or his actions where his mouth was, he, it would become sexual. Yeah. And the same way I do think that if someone was having like an emotional connection with someone, more than your partner let's just yeah maybe just let me flag that more than your partner i would say that that's some form of emotional cheating what if it was the exact same amount again i would be questioning more okay yeah yeah more but i would be questioning why you're having that same level of intimacy that's the word intimacy but i don't think it was intimate i feel like it was sexual there's a difference yeah, no, i think that's I a think, difference i don't th- i think that's a difference if, and i think it's 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 different I'm not saying... I'm agreeing with you 100% that he did something wrong here. And I'm agreeing with you that someone sending those exact same messages would be doing something wrong. But I don't see what he was doing as an intimacy thing. I see it solely as a sexual thing. I think that I would sexual more... and intimacy, in this case, is very similar. No, I would say... you're not going to be sending those type of messages to your friend down the street. There's an intimacy no, listen, that's required not, for you to no, be able no, to no, 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 no. It's a sexual thing. I'm se- I'm separating out yeah. intimacy and sexu- sexuality because to me, intimacy is the things that you would tell me at night in bed. Yeah. You would tell this person. I don't mean sexual things. I mean, your innermost... I mean, I'm t- talking about... Have, if I'd read those messages and it was like, you're the only person who sees me for what I really am. You know? I feel like I'm, I could be the most honest I am with anyone with you. You always make me feel seen and heard that would hurt me a lot more than i want to see your ass cheeks because i'd be like this guy's like just an animal for him to even cross the boundaries to be like let me see your ass cheeks there needs to be some type of one bravery and two some type of level of intimacy with that person no because he was sending those messages early on so how is there intimacy that we don't know each other he's well he feels a level of connection and safety he doesn't feel a level of connection he's horny these are horny messages you don't read those messages and think that's the message that a man sat down and was really like i want to connect with this girl i want to to see me either way he came in there said i "I love your body so fucking sexy that was the way the messages were said like a child would send you messages not like an adult who's trying to connect with you it felt very clearly to me that he wanted to have a physical relationship with these women which would require intimacy no i think women you require physical intimacy because you are literally inside one and I'm another. Ten- I think what's happening here yeah, is Yeah, I'm, I'm miscommunicating. We're misunderstanding each other's definitions of intimacy yeah. here. I do, okay. I, one, I, do, I don't I think do agree. intimacy comes before sex. I think intimacy should, maybe, yeah. but I don't think it does necessarily. Yeah. I think people have sex with people all the time that they're not in- truly intimate yeah. with. I feel like people can separate sex from 
genuine connection, genuine intimacy. Mm. I think there are people who have had sex for years who don't really enjoy intimacy because they're not completely 100% honest with themselves and with each other, mm. which is what I'm saying. Intimacy to me is a step further. Yeah. You're right. I think I agree with you that, and I, I have used the word intimacy to describe some form of connection that they had through their conversations, even if it wasn't deep and meaningfuls, there was some connection, even if it was more physically geared, which means that I could classify it all as cheating. Basically, anything that you will not show your partner, it's cheating. It is. I'm sorry to break that's, this and that's universal... And last word on yeah. that. Me, personally... If it, I think he should I, go in the bin for what he did. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. Whatever he was saying about I crossed the line. <laughs> so far past the line, the line was a dot to you. If you know friends, you know what I just said. I don't know friends. I don't have any friends. Um, <laughs> as I, I can't, I, I'm interested to see how this thing plays out with Adam Levine and his wife because I could get, I maybe could get past like messages. Maybe yeah. I could. But where everyone knows and has yeah. seen these messages, yeah. and now I've seen the contents of the messages, and mm. I'm embarrassed. She has nothing to be embarrassed about, though. With the wife, no. Nothing. No. But you've embarrassed me. I'm embarrassed by you now. And when I look at you, all I can think is you're corny. You're mad yeah. corny. Yeah. And I don't want to have to walk into a room and be like, this is my husband. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it's that mad corny dude who was messaging girls about wanting to see their bum. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to them. I, I wish them all the best with her third like her pregnancy as well this is like so much stress on her for this stupidity of this guy like i don't know i don't know we'll keep you posted it's embarrassing it is really embarrassing, it's really embarrassing. <laughs> but we will keep you posted on this story um because i feel like it's not finished yet unfortunately and that is pop culture news yeah so i think it's time for us to talk about part de that's me using yeah. my French. Yeah. <laughs> Only French. That she knew when I was like, Lilla dead. You were like, no. 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 Um, part de of... Um, married at first sight. Married at first sight, which I cannot say in French. No, I'm not going to attempt it. Le petit marriage en France. It's definitely going to be some small marriages. <laughs> What's the that. French word for marriage? It's definitely not marriage. I, I thought it was like marriage. To be fair, marriage does look like a French word though, doesn't it? Yeah, I think... This is where we actually should do some Googling. We'll, we'll let you know when we talk about Married at First Sight in other episodes. But yeah, so this is part two of our conversation that we started last week. So full disclaimer. Yeah. This conversation is a little bit dated. Mm. Um, so we do not cover certain topics that are fresh to this week. Mm. But we will be... We will be coming back to make some updates. Oh, yeah. So don't you worry. If you're at home listening to this right now being like, they said what about who? Don't worry. We will address We'll address what needs to be addressed, honey. And that's that yeah. on that. Period. Since when were you Nella Rose? And that's that on that, period. <laughs> I'm a young person. <laughs> Don't be like Adam Levine. <laughs> I can't wait to start messaging people on Instagram. Show me that dick, period. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to now move on to our first couple. Thomas and Adrian. 
So it's I should start minutes. my three minutes. Okay, so... Go <laughs> off, queen. I... This couple is so hard to talk about because, it, again, we have another case of two extremes trying to make it work. And starting off with Thomas, Thomas, similar to Whitney, he came in hot. He came in, this is me, this is how I am, I'm loud and I'm proud and just deal with it. And this persona, and it's the best way to describe it, is a persona, is one of the reasons why I question his intention of being on the show. Is he here for the right reason or is he here for popularity? Is he here for the following? Is he here for the attention? Like some of the other couples in the, in the cast, I don't think he's ready for marriage. There's a lot of people who are here, I feel for clout. I never got the impression that he understood what the importance of being in a committed relationship for marriage. And marriage requires compromise. And him, like a lot of people in the cast, are so stubborn that they, they are not willing to compromise. That can come all the way from the way he talks. Like, Adrian has begged him to like, calm down, cool down, don't get involved in other people's business, especially because he loves to get involved with the gossip. He loves to be part of the conversations. He loves to be part of the drama. And Adrian's like, that's not the kind of guy I am. He's like, Whitney, I don't like my guy to be front and center. I want us to be a bit more like subdued and a bit more like introverted. to ourselves and introverted. And that's, that's Adrian's character. But I have to also add with Adrian, because Thomas has taken over everything, he takes over every single scene, he talks so much and he's so loud. I don't know a thing about Adrian apart from he has a really lovely voice. I didn't cringe when he was singing. I thought it was a really I sweet moment. That. It was a sweet moment. I mean, I just fast forward a bit. But I, I had to skip to Disclaimer about me. Anyone singing at any time, I'm gonna skip. What if your, your babe proposes by singing to you? Isn't she lovely? Oh, we're not getting married. There's a rendition of your How have we made it to proposal? He hasn't worked out. I, I, I would hate what that. What if he did a rendition of like a disclosure or a Tame Impala song? I, unless he got Tame Impala to sing the song, I don't want this. And he will know that. <laughs> because I'm very, I can't. Like I can't. There are two things I can't sit through. On Drag Race, they always have a stand-up comedy challenge. Yeah. And I cannot watch people bombing at comedy. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't do it physically. It makes me feel sick. Yeah. And the other thing is people um, singing. who are not singing, singing. Yeah. I only want to hear nice singing. I'm sorry. But the thing is, I and he wasn't, I'm sure he's not a bad singer. He wasn't singer. a bad singer. No, but thing, you know how somebody, you, you introduce someone and they're not a singer and then they go, I'm going to sing and you're like, oh, oh no. no. Oh, the thing is, no, I, no, didn't, no. I don't know anything about Adrian if he even sings because he did sound really nice from what I heard. But I just feel like there's still so much to learn about Adrian. And there's still so Why much is to, he on the show? That's another that's question. A, that's the thing that's I'm a not quite question. sure about. And that, that's and what's going on in his life that he hasn't been able to find someone? I would really want to know more about it. But again, we've not been able to see those conversations. I he's a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> like, Adrian's so cool. He's really chill. He's also a murderer. murderer. <laughs> but I think that's even evident from when they had that Yes Week where Tom had to do, like, he had to create a collage of the things that he knew about Adrian and he was given the most superficial, <laughs> basic things. Like, he's a guy... <laughs> He has curtain hair. Whatever he would have Captain Curtains, yeah. I said. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Curtains. Like, literally, the things that are so superficial that any one of us would have known from watching two weeks of them <laughs> on the show. That just shows to me that Thomas is not willing to compromise in this type of relationship. And Adrian is not strong enough to be able to be like, Thomas, you need to step down and really for Thomas to respect him. And that's. That, to me, is another reason why I don't think this relationship will work. Do you think... Okay, I've just had a controversial... Well, it's not really controversial, yeah. but I've just had a thought. I think that the problem is both Thomas and 
Adrian are main characters. You think Adrian's the main character? I think Adrian would be the main character if Thomas was not the main character. I think the problem is Thomas's main character doesn't give anyone else airtime. Yeah. I think if Adrian had been paired with someone else, Maybe. he would have been the main character. I get the impression that the issue with the Thomas situation is he doesn't give Adrian space to yeah, be Adrian. Yeah. And that makes me think that the, Adrian is not quite a guy then. He's a singing at karaoke, yeah. he's doing stuff like, I feel like he's probably the heart and soul of his friendship group. Like he's yeah. a lively one. Yeah. In this relationship, and it's really hard because I wouldn't even refer to Thomas as lively because Thomas's thing is drama yeah, constantly. Yeah. What is Thomas like when he's channeling the energy that he channels into drama into anything else? Yeah. We don't know we because don't he know. doesn't do anything other than be vexed. Yeah, and, and while think... it's entertaining to an extent, like I hate watching. Like I, I probably sympathise, like or identify with Adrian in the relationship between mm. Thomas and Adrian because mm. I feel like I've been in a situation where I've been like, "Hey man, don't do this today. Yeah. Like, just can we just go to this thing? I know you're upset." I'm backing you in being upset. Yeah. Like, I do think you're right. If someone says something about you and you've not done it, you mm. do not deserve, like, we, it's something to talk about, but please don't go in there, all guns blazing, and Thomas is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets there immediately, bam. He's shooting up the yeah. face. And then Adrian's just sat there, because what can I do at this yeah. point? I don't back you in the yeah. decision that you've made, because I was backing you up until this thing. Now you're fighting everyone in this room, and I'm not going to join you and mean you a fight. It's not me and you against it. I'm not ride or die. That's the problem. Adrian's yeah. not ride or die. No, um, but I think... Again, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, I think that being a ride and die is... Ride or die. I think you have to ride and die. You have to do it. No, no you're either ride and then you jump out the car or you'll die, <laughs> you'll stay in the car for the car to crash with Yeah, sorry, sorry. To be a ride or die, I feel like you need to have trust for that person. You need to have love and you need to, have, you need to be committed to that person. Are and there Adrian, people on this planet that you're ride or die for? Yes, my family and my friends. That's very sweet. Really close friends. Not all my friends. So... <laughs> Some of you guys, yeah. I'm the hopper of the car. I think, no, a complete side note, another tangent. But at work, there was a thing where they talked about, they asked everyone to write a list of five people or like five to ten <laughs> people that no, they trust. And I was like, I put like a list of people and I was like, can I put Amazon? Because I trust them. <laughs> I trust that when I order my <laughs> delivery, You're I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. Prime will make sure it's there the next day. But I was, that was a joke, but I did say, like, there are some people that you trust in your inner circle, they're your outer circle, and there's your expanding circle. And your expanding circle means that I ain't dying for you, but I'll be praying for you. Your outer circle means that, depending on the situation, we'll see. My inner circle means we're riding and we're dying. Okay, we're, go, we're doing it. So I imagine inner circle is, I turn up, I'm, if I'm in the inner circle, yeah. I turn up your house, it's 11 o'clock, and I bam, bam, get your shoes on, we're going. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's, yeah, that. that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Where I, I don't have any context. You're saying yeah. we're going. Yeah, we're going. We're going. I mean, I would love to have the context on the way. On the way. On the way. But but I'm saying if you you turn up my house, you're crying. I don't. You're like it's tonight. I'm like cool. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you go down. It's like my dog though. I'm like fam. Go walk back in my house. See you tomorrow. Close. Yeah, I'm here. Like what's the beef? Was like I saw a mouse. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm telling you. I've had, I've had genuinely had a friend. I messaged her and I was like, there's a spider in my living room and I'm actually close. I'm I'm this close that, to crying. That's, and she hopped in the car, that's a good, drove to my house. That's a ride or die. And her boyfriend, yeah. her boyfriend, who's not my friend, she, she she's so much of my friend that she got her boyfriend to come, collect that spider and put it out. That and is, when he put it out, he was like, I'm not sure that was a spider. What was it? 
I don't know. Oh, to this God. day, we don't know. It was like it was, it was a scrunch up piece of hair. No, it was like no, no. When like, I tell you, I it was it was it was big enough that I didn't have my glasses on, but I could see the details. Hey. Of it. And it was in that corner specific. I remember. And I came in. The, I came in after work. I walked in here. I turned around. I was like, nah. I walked straight back out. Uh, and I was pacing up and down in my bedroom. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah, literally. And I had been texting her. And I was like, oh, I just saw the fattest spider I've ever seen in my life. And at that point, I'd already killed, like, two, like, mega spiders in here. Yeah. So I was like, why does this keep happening? Like, I'm not strong enough. God, why are you giving me the hardest trial? <laughs> Please, I'm not your strongest children. Give it to someone else. And she was like, oh, no, that's the pits. And I was like, I just don't know what I'm going to do because... Every single time this happens, I'm like, oh, someone else. And it's like, no one else can do it. It's just going to be me. And she's like, listen, me and X are coming down right now. That's a- and I literally stayed in my room. I did cry. Yeah, no, sometimes you do have to. I did. Yeah. I had, I welled up. I'm not going to lie. I was like, this is too much. It's like, I don't know. I was tired that day from work. And I wanted to eat my dinner. And I'm like eating in my bedroom, which I hate to do. And then I knocked on the door. Here they are. And the little Tupperware. Oh, my god! It was big as well. Jesus. I needed to get in the Tupperware box. Because if they've got a glass, I think we can going fit. Jesse Scooped it up. Took it out the front. Threw it on the floor. Then he was like, this is really weird. And then he stepped on it. Yeah, I would have done that. I would have done it. I'm sorry. Because you don't want me to crawl back in. Yeah, no. but also it's because we didn't know what it was. Yeah, that's disgusting. And that was, that's to me. That's, that's right, that's a ride of day. So, basically. Because <laughs> she could have <laughs> got killed by that bug. We don't know what it was. <laughs> Like, a whole bat, a whole yeah. vampire bat, and we were like, "Yeah, we're ready to but go." I would say that one of the reasons why she's a ride or die for you is because you know you've known her for a very, yeah. very long time. Whereas these people only know each other for weeks at most. Yeah, so and I, what Thomas wants is someone who's ride or die. Yeah, and but I don't think Thomas is really willing to do the work to make sure he can be a ride or die for someone else. I no. think you know one of the things that we you know Thomas you know, is the main about, character. He doesn't yeah. think you guys ever has to be ride or die. For yeah, someone. but one of the things about when you even think about relationships is that you. You want someone who's X, Y, and Z who hits all these, you know, criteria on your list. But are you even that person for them? No. Like you need to be the person that you want to date yourself ultimately. Yeah. So if you're not doing that, I, I again, I have no sympathy for him in this relationship. I feel sorry for Adrian because I feel like we've not been able to see more of him, and he's just like he's becoming more and more diminutive in this relationship. Yeah. However, I just. I want him to speak up, but again, when he speaks up, he just becomes combustive and they just start arguing again. Yeah, just, the two of them, I, like, the way they talk to each other when they're fighting, I don't like at all. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. There's yeah. a part of me like, oh, I respect them for trying, but I'm like, the way that you talk to each other it's when so you're mad toxic. at each other is so, like, I, I could not be with someone who was telling me to get fucked on a near daily basis. Yeah. Um, even once we've resolved it because yeah. I would not be able to stop thinking about the fact that like when you lost your temper you're calling me pathetic yeah. you're or, like that's I'm sorry thing. that's it's, mad it's triggering really, it's me. weird yeah because I know I've, I've been in arguments with people that they go low and you're like you see if you appear, I have to say it before that like, if you open your mouth now that's it like you cannot take back there's some things that you cannot take no. back so I would advise you to keep quiet and go and just take a breath take a beat cool down and that the two of them they don't know how to manage conflict and that's the issue um talking of you know <laughs> getting fucked do you actually think they have i swear they said they did have they because i don't think they he found him attractive or maybe that's next week i feel like i saw a trailer where it's like they yeah. were smooching each other yeah it's next week really? or I, maybe tonight because ooh. Ooh, because the thing is 
at the beginning of the wedding, which I think is understandable and is realistic, they were like, you're not my usual yeah, type. Yeah, Thomas was like, I'm actually way too sexy for you. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah, curtains, it's all, it's all, it's all the fillers and Botox. Um, that makes but, him look question mark, question mark, question mark. Like, yeah, I don't actually know how old no, he is. No. How I feel about Thomas and Adrian. I feel like I've said, yeah, I probably identify with Adrian more than Thomas, but equally I... Again, with the Whitney situation, there's something about people who are very damaged, who you can see their da- like they, they think they've got a handle on this thing, but actually they've what they've done is created these personas that are very bullish, mm. so that they never find themselves in a situation where they're vulnerable again. And for that reason, I, like I, I kind of sympathise with Thomas, mm. but it's the way that they speak to each other. Like, I just I don't know how you. And like going back to the idea of like, there are certain things that you can't take back. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can sleep at night knowing that like tomorrow you might get mad enough that you might be like, you're the ugliest person I've ever met. I wish you were dead. I don't think that's the way you speak to a partner. And I think that is something he has to work on. Mm-hmm. And like Whitney, I think Whitney and Thomas are two people who should be on a show like this, not necessarily this show, yeah. but a show where they are they are meeting, basically where they're getting therapy. Couple therapy, yeah, basically. exactly. And now they'll be a while they do the couple therapy together. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like they're, they're the couple. I genuinely think like, these are two people that shouldn't be out in the world without monitoring. Yeah. <laughs> like someone yeah. should be keeping an eye on them, yeah. on them because like you develop these coping mechanisms and you rely on them and they are actually making your life worse, but you don't realise because they're the thing that's keeping you safe. Mm. Um, and I think that's the case with Thomas. But read the Thomas April Shanita drama. Yes. I don't know about you, but I'm actually Team Thomas. There's something about the way that that drama unfolded yeah. that made me feel like April... April wasn't being completely honest. No. I don't think we've seen enough of April at the moment because we're basically... We haven't seen enough of yeah. her being trustworthy. Yeah, that's true. That that's true. why I think it's true. We've true. heard that she cheated on her husband. I mean, Whether or not it counts as cheating, whatever. I, I personally think yeah. if me and you were hanging out and I leave the room, I come back and you're kissing someone else, it's going to be but a problem. She, yeah. Even if you're like, but it's a girl. No. I don't care about that. To be honest. You're not on your hand, dude. You're not you're not a single lady anymore. You're married. We're gonna talk about them next, but I and I also don't like I'm gonna say this now as a as an LGBTQ plus ally. People be like, Oh, I kissed I'm a girl and I kissed a girl, but I'm straight, so it's not a thing. No. If every night out that you go you're kissing girls, it's a you, thing. Yeah, you need to have a conversation about that. It's a thing. Yeah. So I don't accept that. Like, if I was, if I had a partner and they were like, yeah, no, I kissed a guy randomly, and it was bounce. No. no. If you're doing this on a regular basis, we need to do it. If it's one like off, it's, we need to talk. Because uh, kissing me. anyone, kissing is actually important. Kissing, <laughs> kissing is important. Like, but kissing, kissing is important. Kissing is important. Kissing is significant. Your That's lips go on someone else. Episode, yeah. Kissing is important. Kissing is important. Kissing is significant. I do not think that you can just shy away and be like, well, it was just a kiss. No, a kiss means something. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> a kiss means something. No. You are connecting to, with someone's other body part. Doesn't part, matter whatever body part, they've a tie. When you kiss someone. Oh. There's a okay. soul transfer. No, so Shana just... said soul tie. Okay. <laughs> All I'm going to say is it's very significant when you kiss someone. It's just, it's more than just like, it's just a peck or a snog. Because I'm assuming with April and the April and the situation in the hot tub, it was more than just a peck. Why are peck. you a big, big lady playing dares in a hot tub yes. where one of the dares is going to be to kiss someone when you, you're on you're your, your honeymoon, honeymoon with a man that you only just met? There is a universe, right? Yeah. Where you've been with someone for 10 years and you get married, you go on your honeymoon and you're like, let's buy stuff up. 
Yeah. Let's play truthful dare. You haven't and then been able to spice off. up. You haven't even spiced. Lalo, spice up. Did you ever spice? You haven't kissed this yeah, dude yeah. yet. Chill out. Anyway, in that drama, I think that <laughs> in my heart of hearts is what yeah. I think. April probably asked Thomas, what do you think of X? Like egged on a situation where he then said something, whatever it was, they didn't even ever tell us. Mm. She then went back to Shania and was like, Thomas said this about you. And I don't buy, like, I just simply, I don't buy the idea that somebody just walked up to you and went, here's some shit about your friend. Bye. For that person to feel comfortable enough to come up to you and chat shit about me, you've created a situation where they would feel that comfortable. If you came up to me, Shoshana was like, I heard someone was saying X about you. I'd be like, so what would you do in that conversation to be completely honest? Mm-hmm. What would you do for you to hear that? I don't think any but one of them are blameless. I, I'm I'm team Thomas in that like, if he's saying he never said whatever specifically was, that's the thing because it wasn't specific. Yeah. I was yeah. a bit like, it's a bit weird to be scre- screaming and shouting about how you never said nothing about her because you probably did. But it might be that what you what has been said that you said you didn't say, yeah. but you guys won't say what it is. Yeah, and I think that's the problem. I I do think that Thomas does like he does like a bit a bit of drama. He likes to he stir up. So I I don't think that you know he shouldn't protest too much. But I do think that April there's a side of April that we are only seen a glimpse of, and I really want to see more of it. And I think in consequent episodes we will. I don't um, like her. But I just it's something it's a bit it's just a bit off. It is a bit off, but again, and I'm going to have an overview of all the contestants, but I do think there's a level of selfishness with each character. I'm going to call them characters because that's what they are. With each character, there is a level of selfishness, which makes me question why they're on a show where they have to, you have to submit, you have to compromise, and you have to to make this relationship work. And I don't think any of them at the moment, apart from maybe Sunita and Jordan, have that quality to, to make this relationship more than just the six weeks or eight weeks that this experiment is going on for. So let's move on to April. Let's, let's actually, move on. April and George. Name? George. Here is my hot take, free yeah. hot take. I think George, well, I thought George initially yeah. was pretty hot. Same. I was like, damn. Yeah. So it's a bit of a silver fox. Yeah. He's not even that old as well. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. Um, I felt for me a sense of panic when he was like, I'm scared to have four kids. Because in my head, I'm like, I personally feel like if you're going on this show, yeah. you cannot find a man. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You can't do it. You're struggling. The guys yeah. that you're going after, it's not good vibe. Yeah. If I've come on this show and the experts have paired me up and you say you've got four kids, I'm not pressed about that. Yeah. Me personally. But she doesn't want kids. Yeah, but you're not going to have kids. Yeah, but then you she doesn't want kids but we haven't yet we haven't yet to understand whether that means she doesn't want to be a step yes we don't know we don't know but even him feeling nervous about saying that information made me really sad like to watch that to be like they're because these are your kids they're your like pride and joy like they're you know you love them to bits and to feel like if i tell someone I have these kids, I might lo- they might lose interest yeah. in me. It's like, I, mean, I feel like it's such a weird phenomenon. I feel really bad. And there's something as well about being a certain age. Yeah. Like, if you're 25, 
Yeah. And I'm 20. Yeah. And you're trying to date me and you're like, by the way, I got two kids. I can imagine being like, huh? Yeah. I'm literally, I was a kid two weeks ago. Yeah. Like, leave me alone. But when you're getting to big ages, what do you expect? Most of the people that you're dating once you're in your late phase have probably been yeah. with someone before, yeah. maybe been married before. So yeah. to be surprised that they have kids and equally to be surprised that they have four, it's like, what difference does it make if he's had, he has four or one? Yeah. Yeah. Or That's 28. Cool. Was it all with the same... Yeah. Oh, okay. He was, and his, his, whole, his whole beef is that he was married to this woman. She cheated on him. That's oh, why yes. they were together. Yeah. And that being his trigger, for them on the honeymoon, for her to then have just smooched a person... And, you know, fair enough, maybe he hadn't, they hadn't had that conversation yet, right? Pop- because maybe you don't. I imagine... Yeah. I've, I've been on dates with guys and I feel like we've not got on to conversations on the first or second day yeah. about exes. Yeah. So maybe it hadn't come up yet. But regardless of whether you know that that's something that your partner might be upset by, yeah. you probably shouldn't be smooching strangers exactly. on your honeymoon when you don't know your partner. Exactly. Regardless, you have stood at the altar and made a commitment to get married. You are married, full stop, regardless if you know the guy or don't know the guy. So smooching should not have happened in the first place. That's that's my ultimate opinion. I am 100% behind George with this, that she was cheating. Yes. Yeah. So then, this thing happens, it's sort of resolved. It doesn't really feel resolved on honeymoon, yeah. but they say it's resolved. We get to the dinner now, and George somehow manages to tell everyone at the dinner in some... Chatty patty. <laughs> in some shape or form about what happened. And the thing that was a red flag to me about April in this moment was someone comes up to April and they're like basically everyone's talking about how you cheated on your man she's like I never cheated on him it was it was barely because it was peck on the cheek it was in the it was a truth of game truth, it was it was a game of truth for dare why is he upset blah, blah blah whatever then she starts crying like she's the victim in the story and first of all not one tear is shed she keeps touching her eyes I watched her I was like she's not crying I think in that moment she said, everyone's mad at me and my coping mechanism when I get in trouble is to make everything about me. And that's what she did in that moment. She didn't acknowledge her husband's feelings at all. She said, you're making me look like a dickhead and I don't like that and that's why I'm crying. She wasn't crying because she felt bad for making him upset. She wasn't crying because, you know, it was a misunderstanding and she wishes she never did it. She was crying because he had told everyone. Is a perception. And she wasn't even crying. Yeah. So at that point, I was like, oh, this person's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry, she's insane. I didn't like her and I want, I really want George to get as far away from her as possible. Yeah. But of course, George, being this hopeless romantic, is like, I love her already. Yeah. I love her. He's, he's, he's right or die already. Oh God, what evidence has she given you to be a ride or die? He's ride or what die What evidence already. has she, she given you? She, she heard that your biggest fear was heights and she made you jump <laughs> off the Millennium Dome. This woman wants you to die. I don't respect you or care about you at all. It's not even been three weeks in this marriage. She's trying to kill you already to get this George's money. Yeah. George, wake yeah, up, yeah. wake up. <laughs> this, <laughs> you got four kids out here, you're risking your this life. Is, this is the good time, not the long time type of relationship. And... For me, she's a beauty queen. She's a beauty queen. queen. She's In Miss what UK. She's Miss UK. That's how you know this country is the pits. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know this country is the pits. <laughs> they searched the whole of the UK. They said this one. You're mad. I think for me, when I first saw them as a couple, I was like, this is such a good looking couple. Yeah. This is. 
I, I had, had a such lot of hope. For them. Yeah, exactly. I was like, this is there's something just really lovely about the couple, and it looked like before he was revealed about the the four kids. I was like, this could be a real like great match. I mean, I the four kids thing. I thought would be a bit of a trigger, not trigger, but would be a bit of a concern for her because I think it's superficial to say, but some women don't want to date a guy with kids, mm-hmm. even if he was in his big, big age, like they don't. Yeah. So I understand why he was concerned. And I, I really respected his, I respected his endearment of him saying, you know what, I'm a bit concerned about it, but we're going to make this work. I think George is in it more than April is. Oh, 100%. Um, I, I really like George, but I also think he's a bit too much of a wife guy. Like, he's a bit too of a soft boy for me. Like, he just feels like, you know, one wrong move and he's going to completely crumble. Yeah. And I, yeah. on the one hand, I admire his, like, sensitivity, how emotional he is. It's It will be comforting. But on the other honey, I make mean jokes. And if you can't handle it, this is not going to work. If you're going to be crying, this is not going to work. So, and that is my piece on okay. the whole April George situation. On George, there's two things I want to flag. I get from the way that he responded a few times, actually, a way that he responded with April after the cheating thing, which I think is definitely warranted. A few things that he said afterwards, it made me question whether he has healed it's or not. has been able to address some of the issues that he faced with his marriage, um, especially with the, around the cheating and the, the feeling of rejection, the feeling of betrayal. And I think that a lot of that is spinning into this into this relationship. And I do question, and I can't remember how long it's been since he was married and he got divorced to him doing this experiment. I don't think it's been a long time. It's been a while. Has it? I think it's been like a couple of years. Because I think, I, he says, I think he says in his VT, like, oh, his children will understand now they're old enough if he okay. wants to move on. But in that, I still feel like there may be time, but, I, you know, time can heal wounds, but also... Sometimes you need to take intervention to do that healing. And I, I just question, just from his behaviour, whether that has happened mm-hmm. enough to the point for him to be part of this type of experiment. Because this is such an expedited process. Mm. It's so intense that mm. um, you need to have some stuff together. Yeah. You don't have everything together. You need to have some stuff. And yeah. I just don't know if he has. Second thing I, I want to flag was the whole uh, scene in the... The dinner party when my guy was there being chatty patty telling everyone what happened with the um cheating scandal it really highlighted something again about their relationship that he is not willing to keep things to himself there are some you know there are some families there's some relationships where you may be having problems in inside the relationship but no one needs to know like i think like there's a lot of those of families like if you have issues if there's like conflict we all keep it in the house. You keep it to yourself. You don't, you don't go out and disgrace me. I'm thinking about parents. I'm thinking about my own family. Like, you don't go out and disgrace me. You keep it in the house. You don't be there talking about other people's business. Don't talk about the family business outside. And him doing that showed me that that wall of protection, or that secret, not secrecy, but that wall of protection between them as a couple, he's not willing to hold. Especially given that they spoke about it before they went to the dinner party and said, oh, well... We're not going to talk about the cheating scandal. We're just going to keep this to ourselves. We've we've gone through this. We've resolved it ourselves. First thing first, he saw what's his face. Said, "Hey, oh well, April cheated on me." And it just was so quick and so fast that it just showed that he's not willing to to protect his his wife. 
I, I read that as two things. I read that as, like, they're still so new in this relationship yeah. that, like, actually, it didn't feel like a sort of breaking of loyalties because if you've cheated on me, where is the loyalty at, really, at this point in time? Mm-hmm. And then the second thing I read it as is that, like, they'd had this conversation, and I think this is a problem with George, yeah. is that, like, April says this is done, and he says, okay, it's done, but it's not it's actually done. done for him. And so when he had the opportunity to speak to someone about it... He absolutely immediately spoke to them about it. And that then ended up being everyone speaking about this Mm. thing. And was it the right thing to do? Probably not, because people then just spread it all around the dinner. But I think he needed, he he wanted reassurance or some guidance as to like, am I right to be upset about this? Like, if you tell me right now I'm being crazy, I'll accept that I was being crazy and that'll be the end of it. But if you, and that's what happened, old dude wasn't like, nah, she fucking cheated on you, you should rip her throat out. Um, (laughs) That made him be like, oh God, I've been cheated on. So I think the problem with him is that like, this being his specific trigger, I don't think he's aware, he's capable of saying, because it's such a sensitive topic, where the lines crossed. Like, for him, the lines crossed immediately. Yeah. If you so much as look at another person, then probably the lines crossed to some extent because he just never wants to feel the way he felt yeah. when his wife that. cheated on him. Yeah. And, I'm, and while I think probably, maybe the truth of the matter is that, like, maybe it was completely harmless. Like, there's a, there's a version of this where, like, all three of them were playing. Mm. He went up to get a drink. The game obviously continued. Mm. And the game had already been on skirt with yeah. this line and he didn't have a problem with it and weirdly he has a problem with it now yeah. but the problem lies in you not knowing each other and him not having the space to really properly articulate how he feels because yeah. April immediately was like you're not gonna I don't wanna be that guy yeah. I don't wanna be painted as a bad guy you're painting me as a bad guy it's yeah. not a big thing shut up and that and not allowing him to just say hi this is what's bothering me mm-hmm. Meant it, he kept it in him sad. and it was going to come out. And also know. the fact that she didn't acknowledge his perspective. No. And she never said, oh, I understand why you could have seen it that way. Again, going back to Shanita and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Shanita said, I understand the way I spoke was harsh or the way I spoke offended you. Mm-hmm. And there was that acknowledgement and there was that emotional intelligence going back to that point that... She understands and she was able to think about it from their perspective. And that's what April didn't do. And that's the reason why I don't think he had the reassurance that actually this this issue is resolved. No. Because it wasn't. He wasn't yeah, it, it wasn't. wasn't. She was just trying to convince him that nothing can happen, which is gaslighting. Yeah, and she's, because and he's, he's saying, yeah. I feel like something happened. Yeah. And, and whether or not me. something happened, I feel bad mm. right now. And that is yeah. a real thing that I'm experiencing. So what I need from you is reassurance that like, Yes, something happened, but I need you to know that, like, it won't happen again. Yeah. Or, oh, uh, I, I didn't think, you know, I didn't realise it was going to be a thing, yeah. but now I do, it won't, won't happen, happen again. again. It kept and on I'm just being sorry. like, why are you taking this so fucking yeah. seriously? Yeah. Anyway. But you're... moving on to the next one is Jess and PJ. Okay, so. No. <laughs> That's how I feel about Jess and PJ. Continue. Yeah, yeah. So, you your three minutes. I've got my three minutes. I don't think I have much to say about this, but okay. For people that didn't know, PJ is a stripper. Jess is not. <laughs> she's a dental hygienist. Dental hygienist. Dental, hygienist, dental yeah. nurse. Um, God, nurse. I think when they did their VTs to begin with, I thought they were both were really warm, really charming, really open for love, and I think that was really endearing. That they're so open to just this process. Jess has gone through a lot of um, really 
really kind of probably not dangerous that's the wrong word she's gone through a cycle of bad relationships with bad guys ultimately it sounds like she's been with a lot of f boys that's from what she was saying and the way she was describing it it just sounds like it's like that so for her going through this experiment is her breaking the cycle her identifying that she's with has been with the wrong guys which Mm -hmm. i think is probably the first step to really again find the right person and so i was really hopeful PJ, he's a stripper, he has a child, it's a way for him to support, he lives with his mum or his yeah, dad, his pa- his pa- with his parents, for him is to be openly secure for his child. Now, before we go even into relationship, I have an issue with casting, because in this season alone you have two strippers, you have Duca who's a covert. We, yeah, well sorry, Duca's not fa- he's not out. <laughs> he's not out, but he's a stripper, they've already found his name, his name is Apollo, I think, you know, out there, and then you have Duca who's also a stripper. He's not even Greek. I think it was Apollo, I think. But my big question is like, where are you scouting these people? Let's and be completely no, and I'm not, I'm not trying to shame sex workers. I'm just trying to like say like, I understand why a, a potential stripper would come on this show because, you know, this is an entertainment show. This is a show that... Is it a potential stripper? They are a stripper. <laughs> why a stripper would potentially come on I mean, like, Duke is a potential stripper who hasn't yeah, come Yeah, he out. is a potential stripper. <laughs> He's a covert stripper. But I understand why they will reach out to like, quote unquote entertainers because they they are more comfortable in front of the camera mm-hmm. and are able to be a you know able to work around production whereas if you have someone who's like a regular layman i'm not saying that strippers are not regular i'm just trying to give an example but wow. if you went down you know joe down the street and just say come on this show they'll be really awkward they won't understand the production process there's gonna be a lack of patience because if you're on production if you're on shows there's a lot of waiting around there's a lot of it's 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 very different it's a very mm-hmm. different world mm-hmm. so i understand why they will go to a performer for this type of show however i just i'm a bit concerned that they, i've just picked the same type of people with the same profession if that makes sense or the people they've picked people with the same profession and they the fact that it is a stripper and they they knew that it was going to be a problem they knew it Let, let's let's be honest they did know it was going to be a problem that's my issue with the experts and the producer with the show because Ultimately, I think that this couple was set up for entertainment. There has to be one, and I think this was the, the case. Is that your three minutes? I think probably you have, because I don't think we've been able to get much more beyond the relationship because the stripper angle is always going to be the wall. Jess could never really break down that wall because the minute she found out he was a stripper from the wedding day dot, she just, that was a, I think that was a turn off for her immediately. Mm-hmm. And then she just saw him as a, in being in the friend zone. And let's be honest, PJ is a very attractive guy, but she just didn't see him in that light. Even when they went, you know, karaoke and even though, even when they were trying to just build that friendship to hopefully create a relationship, I'll be honest, I really don't, I don't like that kind of phrase. I, I don't even like when they say things like that because to me, maybe for me personally, when you're in the friend zone, you're in the friend zone. There's no, it's a one way street, you can't go out. And I think when a lot of people say, oh, we're going to build a friendship to see what happens if it becomes more than that, it's not going to happen unless a lot of alcohol is involved. No. So um, <laughs> that's my three minutes done. I know I haven't really covered much, but I have yeah, an issue I with production. Have because and it's, that. It's, there's not much to say about this couple. They no. don't move past the, the points, like you said. My first thing is do you think that. Um, do you actually think that PJ was good TV? Because I didn't find no, him that entertaining, actually. So it was sort of a waste if yeah. that was why he was cast. Yeah. And then my follow-up is, I actually found that wedding scene very unpleasant. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. The way that um, she went and told her mum, oh, he's a stripper. And they're like, what the fuck is that? And then his mum, her mum started being like, so how are you going to make money? 
She's living in your parents' house. How are you going to provide for her? Yeah. I just feel like, obviously, obviously, that would be any parent's concern, yeah. right? I'm worried about how you will take care of my daughter. But I don't know if that's any parent's concern because I feel like I would be... I'm hoping to raise my daughter in a way that she can look after herself. Yeah. And if you're coming into her life, like you are there to enrich it. Yeah. So in, you might not be able to pay for things, yeah. but what are you bringing her yeah. that like she is lacking that she, you can do? Like if you're like, listen, she she's a fucking neurosurgeon. Yeah. Like she doesn't need money, yeah. but she does need someone who will cook her dinner and and look after her, make yeah. sure that she's getting to work on time. Like yeah. I will support your child. That's what I want to hear. The way that they went at him was really unpleasant. Yeah. And I knew there was going to be a problem when he afterwards was like, that went well. Yeah. I was like, how do you not know that you were absolutely rinsed in that conversation? You were absolutely dragged up and down. I've never seen anyone get dragged more. Yeah. No, I think the other, um, Thomas and his, um, Adrian's friends, best friend. Oh yeah, friend, no, but she was psychotic. Yeah, she was, that was a lot. I mean, let's be honest, the people that came, the family and friends were coming in hot because they've watched the show. Mm. They know what the show is about. I actually and felt, but I felt like with Adrian's friend, actually, she was hoping to be a character on the show. Yeah, the way she was, was coming, because yeah, that was probably, crazy. Yeah, she probably was. But it was rude. Yeah. yeah you yeah. don't have to be rude. You can ask questions without being rude, but I felt very much her energy was like, I don't really care. Yeah, it was more like, I'm going to keep on firing questions at you. Yeah, when she said, you. I don't, I, I don't care what Adrian says. I don't think they're a good fit and I'm going to make sure that they do. I was like, oh. You don't even know him from Adam, unless she does. Do you want to fuck Adrian? Because I don't think he wants to fuck you, babe. So maybe move on with your life. No, I, I mean, I forgot about the parents thing with um, PJ, but... I don't like that at all. I just... But There's I also think... the optics of, like, two white women going in on this black man, yeah. and he's, like, got no one defending him. He was just sat there and they're telling him, you're a bum. Are you out of your... I just didn't like it. No. It, it just did not sit well with me, watching yeah. that scene. I didn't I, like that one bit. I felt sorry for him, but I think... The if your daughter was been... such of a catch, why is she going on this show? She's been dating f You have to be practical. Your, your daughter ain't it. No, no, let's say, let's call a spade a spade. If she was it, she'd be married by now. You have your problems, he has his problems, that's why you're both on this show. It's not I, for you to get up and be telling him that he needs to do this, this, that, and the other. Your daughter don't even like him. I t- I'm telling you, I think a lot of it is to do with the stripper thing. Because when I they think... I think it was also when, a race thing to a little bit. I, a little I, I, I just don't know. I, I think the stripper thing was big. I'm not saying it's not, you're right. Yeah. The stripper thing really did a 180, 360 of this whole event. Yeah. But, for her to say... She is not attracted to him at all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. At that point, I was like, but I swear to God, you said when you saw him at the wedding. Yeah. But how much of that was, I'm excited, we're at the wedding, I'm on the show. And now you're like, nah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I, this, the relationship was so dry that I kind of forgot. And yeah. There's so, there's so many other also big, very dead. Yeah, was, there's so many other big characters and big couples that it kind of overshadowed them. So when they said, oh, we're leaving, we're leaving... Everyone was just like, oh, yeah. Golf I will clap. say that, like, he also didn't really have any chat. No. But what would he be chatting about? Because you have made it very because clear, he, don't like him. Again, the friendship friend zone is a one way street, and I didn't. I don't think he could have. He could have stripped and given her dreams, boys, yeah. dream girls. What's it called dream boys? Dream boys. Um, routine, and she'll be like, nah, it's just not doing yeah. it for me. I think that I was just reading about it when I was going for the couples and, you know, one of the things that he has, has experienced with ex-girlfriends is the lack of trust because of his profession. And, you know, I think maybe, she, again, for but her... But didn't you say immediately, like, 
I'm trying to get out of this thing. To me, I didn't particularly like that because I, I don't understand what's the point. Why wouldn't you leave it before you got yeah, the Yeah, no, I read that as really weird as yeah. well. That's, but I read it as weird on his part. Like, I feel like he was attaching a lot of things to her. Yeah. Like, if I meet the right woman, then I'll suddenly become a different person. And then, like, if you want to become a different person for you, you need to do it for you yeah. first and foremost. And you need to do it before you even get into the type of process. Because, again, this is not the type of process where you want to start building and working on yourself. You need to be doing that process, doing that work, doing that healing before you join this show. Yeah, I feel yeah. like they were a bad match, but I also just feel like he would have had a hard time on this show regardless because yeah. he just lacked the ability to really see things for what they really were. Yeah. And that was made, that's what was making her. Even in that last minute where she said, I want to leave, and he was like, is there any chance... Like, what do you mean? Is there any chance? chance? She just said to you, she doesn't even find the attractive. She's repulsed by you. And even if she said that there was a chance, you would have left next week. It wouldn't have gone further than her just being like, "I'm gonna just give it one more week." But one more week is not gonna change anything unless you guys bone, and then that probably still won't even help anything. I respect that he didn't long it out. Yeah, same. Because he could have been like, "I really truly believe." Because he seemed everything he was saying throughout was like he just he thought she was the one. Yeah, but he the, thought they were going to be the I, golden it couple. I think it's because of the trust in the experts, which I don't think is a bad thing. Because if you've had you know really bad, no, but he also kept work. saying he liked her. He thought she was yeah, lost. He thought does, she was yeah. a good time. I think, I think there would have been something no, if she if been. she liked him in or if she if I she liked bad guys. But yeah, I just don't. Who knew? Allegedly, we think that's you know. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Um, next couple. To um, Lara and Richie. Lara and Richie. Wow. I do not have a lot to say about Lara okay, Ritchie. I think I have some stuff. Okay. I would say that. Did I have a? Did I wake up with a jolt in the night thinking, what if I end up as Richie, this fifty-year-old who's never been in a committed relationship, and meets a woman on a on a TV show and decides that she's the one, and then just literally suffocates her with my love, and then one day she she turns around to me and says, "You're suffocating me. I don't want to be with you anymore." And then I'm heartbroken, and then I leave. No. <laughs> no, that never happened to me. Um, but I did, I, I, if we're going to talk about people who've been, you know, opposites in a mm. sense, like, obviously I feel like they matched like Lara and Richie because they were close to each other's yeah, ages. Yeah. And I think, but they, like, I feel like Lara was like, I want to date someone mature. And they were like, a guy who's 50. Yeah, but like, right. he wasn't mature, mature because right. he'd never been in a relationship. And it sounded like, if he had been in relationships, he broke up with them very quickly. Like, he was like, oh, I mean, this is the longest I've ever lived with a woman. I lived with a woman for like three days. And I was like, that doesn't count. Yeah, what the hell happened there? Yeah. You know? Um, he was definitely 200% in yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And I feel like clearly some men need to go to a class to be like, how to read women? Because body language is so clear. Mm. And they'll be like, everything's fantastic. I love every minute. Like, where are you all putting your hands around me? And I'm tensing up. Yeah. I don't want to be here. And I feel like every single time they showed the two of them being affectionate, mm. it was him all in and her being like, oh, God. Mm. And at the dinner before the one where they left, she said, she had a lot of criticisms for the relationship. Yeah. And he said, oh, I'm really surprised this is the first time I've heard any of this. Yeah. And then was like, oh, we go into the future. Everything's fantastic. It's like, no, let's dig into this a bit more because clearly where you're at and where she's at are in completely different places um i just i will say this about richie he did give george that really garbage advice which was 
go fight your wife because she cheated on you. Yeah. Which felt very convenient because he was, you know, what about your wife? She ain't happy either. Yeah. Everyone, glass, you know that saying, people in glass houses shoot with rose stones. Oh, no. George was, uh, Richard was out there. Dashing up stones, dashing stones. Rippling. Yeah. And what just, he was in a completely different relationship yeah. to the one that Laura was in. Yeah. And that's my two cents yeah. on the matter. All right. So I have a similar but also different thought Ooh. on this. Yeah. Um, firstly, I, I, do, I agree with you. No, <laughs> I, you. I have a question. Yeah. No, I a hundred percent agree with you that I wish there was more backstory as to why he had not been in a relationship mm. before. Because well, you said he, he was in a, he was in a band, which is, he was a, a yeah, but a lot of, a lot of guys in the band get into relationship. Maybe. You know, especially if they're a bit younger, they may mess around a bit, but they get into relationships. So I, I, I was keen to understand what had happened to him to be in a relate, to never have been in a relationship, and to be living with his parents. Like there was a whole He's lot been of in a band. Yeah, but that means, but not a very no, good. I, band. I, I, no, no, exactly. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like the, I feel like the issue there is that like. He's like, listen, I'm a dude who makes yeah. music. That's yeah. my dream, and he just hasn't grown up. Yeah, and that to me, that is another key red flag when it comes to this type of experiments because he hasn't had the experience. It may not necessarily have to be relation, romantic relationship, but he has not had the experience to be able to build a proper relationship. And for him to not even be, not independent, but have take on the role of a leader, which I understood where Lara's perspective was that she expected that she will marry a, a guy who will be, um, he will take on more of a leader role. And he just didn't do that, at, not at all. And I think it was very clear, not necessarily because of his lack of experience when it comes to relationship, but his lack of maturity. Now, my unpopular opinion was that I didn't particularly like the fact that she kept on criticizing him for not being ever being in a relationship. Because, because I think that- Triggered. <laughs> no, again, as someone who watched a lot of these type of reality dating shows, there are a lot of times when the men have never been in a, like long-term relationships or been in a relationship before, and they mm -hmm. get so criticised. They get like almost vilified for like, "Wow, you've never been in a relationship, so why are you here?" Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes like, "Oh, I've never been in a relationship, but I want to be in a relationship, and I'm and I'm here." And also, the second thing is, you may not have ever been in a romantic relationship, but you have been in you have built other type of relationships, like you built friendships, you built family relationships. We don't know about this guy, but I'm saying like there are other type of relationships yes. beyond yeah. a romantic relationship that can teach you how to become or how to have a romantic relationship. There's things like in a romantic relationship, you're going to constantly deal with conflict resolution or conflict management. Those are the kind of things that you will still face with other types of relationships, like with friends or with family. So I do feel like, I felt like it was kind of unfair to be like, well, you have no experiences in relationships, full stop. Because... Let's be honest with Lara, she may have quote unquote experience, but she doesn't have good experience because she's been married twice. And this is her third time around. So yeah. I just felt like, I felt that there needed to be some understanding, a bit more understanding, a bit more compassion for him maybe not having as that much experience from a marriage perspective, but acknowledging that he has had other relationships. I wish we had understood more about like, what type of relationship he may have had beyond the romantic sense that had equipped him to be able to be like, I'm now ready for marriage. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's, 
you know, I think for him, he was just like, I'm about to turn 50. I want to get married. Definitely, I'm going to go on a show like this because I have not been lucky. Yeah. Whereas, like, are you actually mentally ready to be married? And the answer was no, because he didn't know how to actually have transparent conversations with Lara. He didn't have the emotional intelligence to understand, like, things weren't working. He wasn't able to read her or read the room. Um, even when they had a disagreement, they just moved into different um, different rooms and didn't actually meet up again to have a conversation before they went to the dinner party, which is what you should have done. You should you should have either skipped the dinner party and actually yeah. had a conversation and resolved the issue that you had before, or yeah, or you should have made sure everything was resolved before you go into the dinner party, ultimately. Yeah. Plus, when Lara told the experts at the first um, decision, what was it called? The uh, decision day, no, no. At the first so commitment far. ceremony, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where she's so for time. time where she first said oh I feel like he doesn't have any experience I feel like he was a bit smothering you never addressed that you just mm-hmm. said this is the first time I've heard of it and we didn't see maybe they did we didn't see in the I time. feel like there was probably more to that conversation there was a conversation because yeah. I remember thinking actually yeah, even the way so that was abrupt. edited was really weird Red, yeah but even if they didn't have it on in the sofa I really would have hoped that they had a conversation beyond the sofa but the fact that they broke up the next commitment ceremony it was evidence that they didn't so I think that he needs to really look hard in terms of, is he actually ready to get married? Mm-hmm. Does he actually understand what it means to build a relationship, a commit, like some form of commitment? It doesn't have to be romantic, but is he ready to even get into the scene of dating? Because yeah. I don't think he's even ready. And he needs to move out of his parents' house. I agree with everything that you said. I think the thing that I would add is, again, there's a there seems to be a very weird choice that the show's making where they're keeping all of the sort of drama behind the scenes quite vague because even when she was like oh i didn't come because i had we had been intimate and when we were intimate i had said these are the things i like in bed and he read that as me telling him about other people that i've had sex with i was like well she's right and then he got upset i was like this is this is the issue yeah. in dating someone with no experience yeah. of being in a relationship, and dating someone who isn't a who has had experiences yeah. being in a relationship, because it's not unfair yeah. for me to say, oh, do you know what? One time I got tied up and I really liked that. Yeah. And if you're like, wow, you let some guy tie you up, you're a slag. That's, that's gonna be yeah, a problem. Yeah. And that's not something he would be used to because he's probably not had a sexual relationship with a woman be beyond a one-night stand yeah. if that's why he's never been in a relationship yeah. with someone and also it, just, it it implies a level of insecurity exactly which, which again shows why his reaction to george was like fight her yeah like actually i mean george and april situation aside richie needs to be realistic that you are 49 you're marrying a woman of a similar age you she would have lived life you may not have lived the full life you may have wanted in terms of relationships, but she has lived life. She's had kids. She's had multiple marriages. She has experience in some ways. So you have to acknowledge it. That's the same way, like, if you um, if a virgin is marrying someone who is very experienced, it's like, you have to acknowledge that they've had other sexual partners yeah. before yeah. you. Or you need to make a decision that what is important to you is being with someone who is exactly like you. Yeah. And I think that, that was the problem with, with this couple is... Yeah. I don't think him never having had a relationship is an issue. Yeah. If you're not looking for someone who specifically has been around the houses a few times yeah. and is ready to form a relationship that is caring but not necessarily 
full on falling in love. Yeah. And that's, I think, based on the way that Lara reacted to the way that he was with her, I think she was looking for someone who's like, listen, this is kind of a business transaction in that we are we like each other yeah. we're gonna go do things together we're gonna have a good time but equally we don't need the other yeah. person to make us feel yeah. complete yeah. or valid like, i'm secure in myself i'm gonna be someone who is secure in themselves yeah. and he was not secure in himself yeah. and she read that reason why he wasn't secure in himself as it's because he's never been in relationships before rightly or wrongly yeah. right it's yeah. a chance that the reason why he's not securing himself is many, many other reasons, right? Yeah. He's a failed musician, so that might be one of the things. But, like, she she did a quick assessment. She said, oh, you've never been in a relationship before. This is probably why. But the problem is simply what Lara was looking for and what he was looking for were two different two things. Different. He wanted fairy tale romance. And she wanted something mature and easygoing. Yeah. And, and she also, kept saying, like, yeah, I want it to be easy. easy. I want it to be, like... You know, I'm happy to see you. We do activities. Basically, you're my mate, whoever. Yeah. No, but I think also she wants someone that will lead her because she kept on saying, I do so much work. I am the provider of my kids. I I work multiple different jobs. I do so much. I want someone to pour into me because I pour into so many other people. And I got, that's the kind of thing that I kind of, I kind of not related to, but I like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't relate to you because I, I, I do, you know, I've been married twice. No, you have been I, married twice. No, no. I relate to it to the fact that like sometimes you want to meet someone that is like um, that's gonna support you or that's gonna allow you to to not have to take the lead all the time. There's some women that say that like I want a guy that's gonna take more of the lead in certain things, make some decision because you are so used to making every single decision. You're so used to being provided for so many people. Like it's always on you. Okay, speaking well, from your heart. Yeah, I, from heart. I think it's so interesting you're saying this because I never read it as that with her. I read it as I read it, and you're right. It's, that probably was part of it. Yeah. But I always read it as like, I don't want to have to teach you yeah. how to be a partner. Yeah. I want to be with someone who gets it. Yeah. Who is like, listen, I've been around the block. You've been yeah. around the block. At this point, what you want in your life yeah. is someone who is just nice. Yeah. You enjoy their company. Yeah. Who you, who you can do stuff with. Yeah, I I can imagine that Lara in her next relationship, if or if she ever decides to get married again, I think she's going to be one of those marriages where they, they live in different places. Also, but to be honest, or she's not answered this. She also didn't answer the central question, which is why marriage. Yeah. You've been through two marriages. I, Why by force do you need to be married? I think she wants to marry someone who's rich, wealthy, and so she never has to work again. Because she said she did two jobs. Yeah, but same. We all want that bit. Now what? <laughs> I never want to have to work a day in my life. I want my job to become my hobby. That's what I want. I want to be popping in. Oh, hi, guys. Yeah. I'm yeah, done. I'm just here to meet with a writer, but like, I'm not going to be in for the rest of the week because we're going to <laughs> we're going to Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Like, I do not want to work. Why do you think you're important that you're special that you don't have to do it? We don't have to do it. Yeah, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I wish them both the best. I, I also hope that Richie finds someone that he will, but she'll probably be very young because yeah. he is mentally he's very, very young. young. Yeah, he's, he has a bit of a Peter Pan syndrome, and I, I, but I hope that he finds someone that that will help him grow into what a healthy relationship looks like because I think maybe he just needs practice. He needs to date more. He probably needs to date a little bit more. Yeah, I don't jump into marriage. Really learn about who you are and what exactly you want from a relationship, 
and what you need to build a marriage because what you're gonna say if Lauren Richard was successful what are you gonna do are you gonna move into your parents house yeah if, it's just to me it's What's like wrong with that? there's nothing wrong with it if you like it's a mansion and you have different wings but I just really want Richard to be, to be a bit more um, introspective and think about what he actually wants in a relationship um, our next couple are Kasha and Kwame oh. Um, <laughs> I have so many thoughts. Uh, to even cram them into three minutes, it's going to be difficult. First of all, Kasha saying her type is specifically West African men. Please unpack that. What do you mean? Nigerian. No, but, ex- <laughs> no, but I'm saying, what is that as a type? What is it about those yeah, things that you like? To me. Big I, bombs. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a character. There's a Men who are be... foolish and do scams. <laughs> What's that? What is it that you like? I, I think. I, when I, I tell think... you, I was racking my brain for that whole episode, being like, "What does she like? What I, does she mean?" I, from what I got from it, is like she wanted a guy with a bit of a bravado. You know, the Nigerian boy. To me, when she says, "Why do you want to be mistreated so badly?" Why? <laughs> me personally, I don't want to be mistreated. You know, there's never ever day that I'm going to say my specific type is West African boy. No. My Wait. type is boys who are nice to me, period. <laughs> I don't want to date someone who's going to be mean. She's basically saying West African boy because all the men that she's dated before are West, West African, African boys. Yes, exactly. And it's boys, just say boys because you, you a West African man is different from a West Nightmare. African boy. <laughs> Put it yeah. in the bin. Yeah. Because here comes Kwame. Hmm. Here comes Kwame hmm. talking about, yeah, no, well, you know, the thing is that when you sleep with a girl, yeah, you don't like her no more. So you, when you when you really want to respect someone, you don't have sex with them. Mm-hmm. Unpack the fact that you don't respect women. Unpack that. Instead of you just sit here to say, oh, when you have sex with them. The issue's not the sex. The issue's that you don't respect women. Yeah. You don't respect women. On top of that, you're Miss, you're Miss Ghana. You're Miss Ghana UK or whatever the Mr. hell. Ghana, I don't care, it's Miss Ghana. <laughs> You're Miss Ghana UK. I said, absolutely not. This man's not above five he, foot five. He, yeah, that is not representing Ghana boys. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I have you know everyone in my family is above six foot who is a man. You are the exception to the rule. We're still the rule. <laughs> Cut I know, me, I I know Ghana boys that, are, that I'm looking them eye to eye. Yes. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> shocking, shocking. I don't short, care. No, short princes. He... Everything about him made my skin crawl. Why does he look like so much of an uncle? I couldn't get past it. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Oh, anyway, they walk down the aisle. She's happy. She mm. said, he looks the most West African. Of course he does. He's wearing kente from head to toe. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'll say this. Obviously, Nigerian people, Ghanaian people, it's good that we're proud of where yeah, we're from. Yeah. But sometimes, give it a rest. <laughs> no, we are pr- proud. Why, why am I able to Jerry? spot you from a mile off? That's how we do. That is how we do. And it has to stop. You need, you need I, to hear us before you see us. Going back to the Harry Potter thing, yeah? You're, the country that you're from can't be your personality. Yeah, true. It actually can't be your personality. There go. <laughs> the first thing out of his mouth is, she's not my usual type. I usually like smaller girls. <laughs> I said, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> this is going to end badly because... She's beautiful. She's so beautiful. She's 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 an Amazon. This girl is tall. She's curvy. She's thick. She's bad. Yeah. She is actually a bad bitch for real. She let you know. She's bad. Yeah. And to me, the only reason why you would not be attracted to her is because you, you know you're not gonna be able to maneuver, try and trick her, do whatever you yeah. did with your yeah. tiny girlfriend before yeah. with this girl because she knows her work. She's got good hair on her shoulders. Yeah. She's yeah. She's a businesswoman like. You're not gonna 
pull the wall over her eyes. Apart from this sickness that she has for West African men, <laughs> she's got a good head on her shoulders. Um, and then, and this is also going back to another couple that we're not going to speak, we haven't got to yet. But ladies and men, everyone, Harry Potter, the country that you're from, and sex should not be your personality. They just shouldn't be your personality. Mm. You wanted to have sex with your partner is absolutely valid. That being the whole thing is a problem. And the issue in this couple is that he's decided that they're not going to have sex until he decides he's ready. That's what he's decided. She sees it as, you've said to me you don't wanna have sex with me, so we're not gonna have sex because Mm. I don't wanna have sex with someone who doesn't wanna have sex with me, Mm. right? Oh, wait, up until then, though, she's trying her goddamn hardest to, to seduce him. Mm. At one point, she's twerking in a onesie, the onesie splits. She's trying so hard to seduce him. And in that moment, his response isn't like, damn, you got a fat ass, so fat, it split the onesie. He was just like, your onesie split. <laughs> right? He's not, attra- I don't think he's attracted no, to her. No. I don't think he's attracted to her. He yeah. could say, she's a good looking girl, she's a good looking girl. I actually feel like the phrase, she's a good looking girl, equals the man's not attracted yeah, to you. Yeah. Which is, because I never so hear ironic. people say that about people that they actually yeah, like. It's so ironic. Or like, she's got a great personality. Great personality. Yeah. I can see why men would like her. Oh, hey. You don't like her. Because when a guy really likes you, he'd be like, she is hot. She is a sauce. She is cheese. They don't even speak in English. They say cheese. Who? He? How? They'd be doing all type of animal noises, but they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be able to articulate how hot you are. This guy is giving you full sentences and paragraphs. You know he don't like you like that. Yeah. Yeah. then there's the dinner where he goes to get himself a drink and she's like oh I went to get myself a beer and he's like I've never seen you drink a beer in your life she's like well my husband decided to get himself a drink and not get me anything he's like yeah that's the way things are gonna be huh (laughs) I was joking and now you're not joking and now I'm not gonna be joking because from where I've said oh you got me a drink you you got yourself a drink you didn't get me one wow and you've said yeah you should get your own drinks, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> be like, okay, cool. So we are fighting. We're fighting. Yeah. Because why do you hate me? I don't get why yeah. he hates this woman so much. He no, don't like her. Like and her. this is a... There are many people on this show who despise the person that they're coupled up with. Yeah. And I think fundamentally despise a whole gender. Oh my gosh. This is not Nick and Danielle. I, <laughs> no, but no, it's not. I will say this. I'm joking sometimes when I say the person is gay, but what I'm actually trying to say is there is a whole swathe of men mm. who are straight, yeah. do like like the idea of women, but don't like women. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to spend time with them. They don't think they're worth conversation. Mm. They see them as like orifices, or, orifices to fill. Mm. Like they inherently don't respect them. Mm. And that, to me is what is a massive turn off to me. I've never, like he, even when he's trying to praise her, feels so, feels like your boss giving you compliment and appraisal. You've done good work this week. And therefore I think we're in a good place. Not, you make me laugh. I'm so glad when I wake up in the morning and I see you. Mm. I can't wait to continue this adventure with you. Nothing that feels specific to her. And it reminds me of what a friend of ours was saying about a certain person Mm. who I think is gay, where they were like, when I asked him what he liked about me, he said, you've got nice tits. Bruh. 
And this is a person you've been speaking to for two years and he can't name a single thing about you beyond what you represent sexually. And I just think there are a lot of people, and myself included to an extent, I heard, there'll be people like, I think he's hot. Ask me a single question about what his likes and dislikes are. I'm like, I don't know. He's hot. <laughs> uh, I don't care. And we all have to do the work to be like, do I actually like you as a person? Am I taking time to get to know you as a person? And I just think that Kwame has got this idea that like, I'm ready to be a husband because I'm a certain age and I'm a certain kind of man and I have a wife. But don't like really the idea of being a husband and is not interested in getting to know his wife. And honestly, she could do so much better than him. And I don't think he really understands that. I think he thinks he's a catch in this relationship and he's not. And the way he spoke to Shania, if I was Kasha, I would have slapped him across his face. Like, not even, like, look at him, just swung my arm yeah. as he was talking. Because you're embarrassing me. Yeah. The way you're talking to this woman is disgusting. That's how people are going to think you talk to me. Mm. Or that's, they're going to think I endorse that kind of behaviour. Mm. You don't talk to women like that. Yeah. And you definitely don't talk to my friend like that. You don't talk to me like that. Yeah. And we need to have a chat about that. But he doesn't even understand when he's made a mistake when he's talking to his wife. So how's he going to understand that? Get, jumping down Shanita's neck for a situation he's not a part of is not okay. Yeah. He was really ready to fight that girl. Yeah. He wasn't going to drop it. He was like, oh, if you've not got Vim for him, I've got Vim for you. I'm going to say what I want to say. You can't tell me not to talk. Why are you upset? Again, men in women's business, stay out. Why are you upset? Stay out. But just explain to me why you're upset right now because yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't like him uh, and I want him off the show. Yeah. Period. So, you're done. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> If this... I lose my Ghana passport for this, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I want to flag and say something. Like, I am sure there are some really amazing West African men. I want to start that off. There are lots. There are loads and they're amazing. There are some. However, the ones that we see on TV, some... <laughs> I don't know. It's standards. And also, like, we are trying to teach our West African boys not to behave like this. Because I think there's a difference between Ghanaian boys, Nigerian boys, and men. And this guy is acting like a boy, even at his big, big age. I'm assuming he's over 30. For sure. He looks so it. Over, yeah. Now, I, I have a couple of points, but I'm going to start with this controversial point. Similar to um, Jess and PJ, where we, where you, and I kind of agree, where Jess is not into black guys. Do we think that Kwame... Is into black women That's the one. because That's the one. my girl Kasha's like I want a West African king, and this guy may be like I want a British royal. <laughs> <laughs> I want and, a sweet duchess. <laughs> but you know, so that's my that was my first point because when not I'm not saying because he said that you know he likes he, tiny girls. He likes tiny girls that she is of a different race. I would just love to see, actually with all the couples, I would love to see their previous exes. You can blur their faces. I just want to see how they look. What colour, what <laughs> colour. <laughs> blur their faces so you can't see their looks. Only thing you can see is their skin colour. Yeah, skin like, colour, yeah. hair colour. That's what I want to Breasts. see. Breasts? Yeah. <laughs> Bomb. That's what I want that's, to see. I would love to see that. But that's, that's on Kwame. You've kind of said the most of the stuff I think about Kwame. I think that there is a level of immaturity again. There is a level of pride as well that he thinks that, again, he thinks he's the man of the house or he thinks he's the leader in this relationship, but he has not been able to prove it. And he lacks respect for Kasha. He does. 
this whole I see her as a mate, I see her as a mate. He's not. He doesn't see her any. He he doesn't like her. No, he doesn't. And he he shouldn't. He shouldn't fake it. I I mean, I was having hope at the big at one point that maybe things could turn around that they could like, they could build that friendship because I do think as friends. There were glimpses of this like real like fun banter between them, which is what you kind of still want in a relationship. You want to have that fun banter. You want to be able to like be with your best friend, but then you also have that physical aspect because that's the difference between having a roommate and having a lover or having a roommate and having a husband. So I understood Cash's need for that physicality. However, she was so keen for that physicality very early on in the relationship, like literally like day one, day two. And that's similar to another couple we'll talk about. But to me, in this experiment, you should not be having sex too early. No. From, from the experience of watching other shows, um, the other franchises, the people and the couples that have sex too early break up so quickly because they've never been able to build a foundation beyond physicality. And when issues happen, and usually sex is withdrawn because you're going through a conflict, then it, there's a perception there's nothing that left. there's nothing left. And also there's a perception like, well, you know... If you don't, if we have an argument, you're gonna withhold sex full stop. And you I mean that's not a good foundation for a relationship. So I do. Yeah, but why am I having sex with people who are mad at each other? Some of these people love makeup sex, makeup breakup sex, whatever. Yeah, but I'm beefing you right <laughs> in the middle of the beef about <laughs> let's have sex. Why are we having sex? I'm mad at you still. I might but, scratch your face in the middle of the thing. Is that what you want? Yeah, but probably they may, they may. But that's the thing. Like that's why I kind of agreed with Kwame and even some other couples over said we don't want to have sex too quickly. So the couples that have waited a little bit, I agreed with. However, when you understand, understand the root of why Kwame wants to hold off and cool off, it's not because he cares about the relationship, it's because he's not physically attracted to her. Yeah. He, it's because he knows that he won't be able to get, he won't be able to rise to attention. No, Sorry, that really threw me. I was what else do you want me to say? He's just not feeling it. But okay. I read it as, and I would love to read the comments. So listeners, please comment. We'll have to put some of, some of this on social. Or just We're like, not going to have any comments yeah, whatsoever. DM just... us or something, like, you know. If, why is it that the two couples on the show where the women are very forward about wanting to yeah. have sex are the only two couples where the guys are like, I don't want yeah. to have sex Again, with entertainment. What do you mean? Entertainment, because they know like, one's going to be hypersexual, one's going to be Oh, undersexual. I don't even think it's that. I was wondering if it's like, the act of a woman being very forward yeah. is a turn off yeah. to certain men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And if we're talking about being the man of the household of control, if Graham is thinking he's coming in here, he's going to yeah. be setting the stage. We do this when we do this and we do that when we do that. And then you're coming in like, oh, we're doing this today. Yeah. That's suddenly a massive yeah. turn. He's suddenly, yeah, he exactly. doesn't even want to do it at all. That's true. Because how dare you come in here being... That dominant. Yeah, yeah. just being sure of what you want. Confident yeah. in... Like, I don't know. It's weird to me because... Like, the stereotype of men is that they want to have sex with women. Yeah. But when women want to have sex with them, they're like, oh, stop. Which doesn't make sense. I, I'm Leave me alone. confused. Oh, yeah. Because it's not about sex, it's about power. It's about control as well, yeah. Yeah. Controls the power. And I don't have power where you're the one very clearly saying you want to have sex with me. I don't feel like I'm wielding yeah. this power over you. And also, it's like, actually, sometimes you think guy, some guys like the chase. And if, you're not, if you don't have to chase, because it's, it's already there, it's like... But we're married, so what's the chase? Well, again, they're not... Actually, technically, they're not actually married in real life. What do you mean? We'll talk about it at the end, but it's actually a commitment. They they just make a commitment because they can't legally get married. 
Why? Because of the time period. Because you actually have to give like your registry to about almost a month before. Oh, okay. So they're not they're not legally married, but in the eyes of God, in the eyes of your people, your friends and family, you are married. I think there's some guys that like to be like, I chase, I chase, I chase, I won. Like the conqueror kind of idea. Whereas when you're already being conquered, when the woman's saying, I want to have sex with you, you kind of like, it's, it's yeah, but done. In those stories, right, with the conqueror, it's like the woman's version of this was that, I was minding my own business and he wouldn't leave me alone. And so eventually I said, fine. So he would go away. And now yeah. we're married, I guess, because it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Why is that the story? That no, you that, that shouldn't be. I, I don't know. I, when the experts put them together, they were like, this is going to be the power couple, the alpha couple. They, they love the idea. And I think that, it's not bad. We, you know, it's good to have, it's good to have power couples. It's good to have people, like two people who are coming in with like, really like in this case, like really strong careers. They know who they are. They're powerful people in their, you know, in their lines of work and their business. And now they're coming together to make this, you know, powerful, strong unit. I love that idea. The problem is maybe Kasha is a bit too powerful for him. No, I'm And maybe, and, he, and, and, he, and also he's, like he he's said, intimidated by that. Like when he said, I like tiny girls, it was more than in size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's an energy. Yeah, yeah. Like she can do, she can do some stuff, but I'm the man. Yeah. And I think You defer to me. We, yeah. And I think that the expert's perspective of the relationship or what they hoped for the relationship and what actually has come out is very different. And I was, again, I would love to read these applications. I would love to have read what they wanted in their partner because... But do you think, like, because that's the other thing. I think probably a lot of these people were not completely honest when they filled oh, out their no, applications anyway. Of, no, they said they wanted one thing, but then they come on the no. show and you're like, you wouldn't be able to handle this thing. No, they're not on, at all. I would prefer, like, you give the applications to someone that you really trust, who's been through your thick and thin highs and lows uh, to write your application for you. Because sometimes, you know, we have blind spots. The people that we think is right for us may not actually be right for us. So anyway, that's a side note. But what I will say about Kwame is that I think in his head, yeah, he wants someone that he can be, he can dominate. Yeah. And Kasha's not that girl at all. And she made it clear she is the bad B, bad, blah, whatever, when she was standing up in that full leather outfit, twerking her backside. She's got an amazing figure. I didn't even see her as big. Like, that's the thing. Like, when he was like, oh, she's a bit big for me, I... I was like, I don't even see that at all. I don't even know if he said she's a bit big for me. He said, I date smaller, smaller girl, girls. Which is implication that yeah, she's, she's big. bigger. Yeah. But, I mean, she's taller than him, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. But I just felt like, Not you know, to me, she was given a desperate, especially in those moments where she was like, there twerking and showing all that stuff. But she could just do a lot better. And I would hope she sees her own value and her own worth. Um, because she could do so much better than Kwame. And I just think that she's definitely put a lot of hope into this process, which is good, but I don't see much of a future with this relationship, especially if Kwame is behaving the way he is now, which is definitely a West African boy, not a West African man. Yeah, yes, yeah, new on. couples. Yeah, so these these are the new couples that have only recently joined the show. So we don't know loads we have a little bit yet. We say. have a little bit of, yeah, a little bit to say based on what we've seen so far. So, you know, based on the time we're recording. Um, the first couple is Gemma and Matt. And it's my turn to go on. It's your turn. 
Um, I really feel like they match them together because they both have tattoos, <laughs> which um, is an absolutely insane reason to match two people together. Um, but then I also kind of get it because they're quite tattooed. Yeah. Like, it's not like I have one tattoo and you've yeah. matched me up with a guy who has 70 tattoos because yeah. we both have tattoos. But I also feel like, is it a personality trait? Mm. You have tattoos and I have tattoos, but does that explain how we will be as a couple? Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Um, they seemed, genuinely, when they met, like kindred spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Gemma, however, went in there very sweet, very adorable, and then just was just like, can't wait to fucking sit on his face. Can't wait for him to fill me up, trying to get kid number three and four tonight. Hey, on the honeymoon, am I gonna be able to walk? It was just non-stop. And then she was like, well, that's my kind of humor. I make sort of blue jokes, I make sex jokes. But again, lack of awareness of of, of just the space where you're mm. in. When you make a joke and the other person doesn't laugh, perhaps the joke is not landing for mm. them. And the answer is not to just continue to double down on what you are saying, mm. but to, ex- to acknowledge the fact that like, oh, this is a new person. Maybe this is a lot for them. Mm. Like, We've all been in situations where we've met someone and like whatever your thing is, is a lot for them. Mm. And you're like, okay. Like they're like, oh, when I first met you, I thought, oh, she's going to be a nightmare. And now I'm like, she's so much fun. Mm. But like, it was a lot. Or like even just like, um, you know, Shoshana and I met a friend's partner and it was quite an overwhelming experience for them probably because we were all of us. Mm-hmm. We, to be fair, there's like four of us, but like, yeah overwhelmingly we were like very much ourselves we weren't mm. we didn't temper that at all and i can imagine walking into a room having met none of these people and having them all screaming in your face we weren't screaming screaming but we were very excited to see you we were talking the way we talk on the podcast which is very quickly and quite loud basically um and if you're not used to talking to people who are quick and loud then it might be yeah. quite intense that yeah. you then read the room and you're like oh the person seems a little bit uncomfortable let's yeah. try and I feel like she just had absolutely no self-awareness because she decided I want to have sex with him so I'm going to have sex with him and that's it. And it gave him no space. And and going back to what we were saying about power and what it means when a woman is forward about her sexuality, Mm. I feel like in her case, she wasn't giving him an option to want to have sex with her. Mm. It was very much like, we are going to have sex. Mm. Okay. And that was a, a turn off the way it would be for me if I was talking to a guy and he was like, tonight when we... Tonight when who? <laughs> tonight when who? I haven't even said hello to each other yet. Relax. It's Relax. It's enough. It really was enough. Yeah. I, it really confused me yeah. because it, it really felt from the minute they said I do till they got to the hotel. It was just nonsense. Sex joke, sex joke, sex joke. I just... I was confused by it. I have to be honest, when they met, I felt so much joy mm-hmm. watching them because yeah. I was like, this is what this show is about. This is a whole idea, like, you marry someone at first sight. You, you This is love at first sight. I was so excited mm-hmm. about this couple. But with everything <laughs> to do with this couple, <laughs> this show <laughs> looks completely deceiving, literally, because... I didn't expect her to be so forward so quickly. She hadn't even got to know him. No. She just saw him and was like, you'll do. And although it's not even more than that. It's like, you have tattoos. You are in a similar line of work than I do, than I am. Um, I, can't, I think you're from a similar area. I feel like I know you. Therefore, we must have sex. And actually, as I mentioned before, like, 
Sex is not the be on end or in, at the beginning of a relationship, especially in this process. You need to get to know the person on so many different levels before you say, I wanna now get to know you sexually. Get to have a conversation with them, get to know who they are, get to know what they do, get to know what motivates them. Get to just know them on a, even a spiritual level before you start to be like, I now wanna connect, connect with you physically. And for me, that was the issue with this whole relationship to, to, to begin with. And I don't know how it's gonna develop further, but from what we've seen in the previews, it's gonna be very clear that he's gonna, he's gonna potentially have to rein her in, which is really sad to say. I can imagine how nervous they must have been to begin with, with this series where, with like, anticipating who they were gonna marry and what it was gonna be like. And then to find someone that you actually are attracted to because you know, you know they've done this where, you know, you go to the altar, you turn around, you see the partner, you're like, he ain't my type at all. Whereas you meet someone that you connect with straight away, they look great. Maybe that was just her excitement, like all coming to the surface, literally, like I really wanna be with him. But I really wanna see how this relationship develops. I wanna see whether she calms down a bit and if he really does have that, attraction for her and also they need to have conversation about what sex looks like in the relationship because at the moment she sounds like she wants to just be rampant and just be at it like rabbits and he just looks like i want to get to know you and then it's not just about sex but actually making love i so i feel like he's the kind of guy that he's like i'm not just going to be sleeping with you i want to make sure that it's a real like connection whereas she's just like physical bang 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 as with all the couples there is a very clear like disconnect mm. and as with every couple the way that they resolve this will make or break this relationship yeah. and I feel like the problem on the show is that like people take so long to realize the disconnect yeah. like they're not they're just not reading the other person mm. and I don't know if it's because they're just such loud characters and that's how they ended up on the shows that they're themselves mm. so much and they never ever pay attention to anything else going on around them or if they're all just so emotionally unintelligent. Yeah. And that's why they come on the show. They're like, I actually think I'm incredible and I don't get why I don't have a husband. That, it's like, it's because you just, you don't, you just don't have the capacity to care about another person. And that's why they make great TV. And that's the role of the experts as well. Cause it's the role of the experts to really intervene and say, this is a mirror. These are things that you need to be looking at when you're going through conflict, when you're going through disagreements, or when you're going through even silent disagreements or things that are irritating you mm -hmm. and you don't even realize. And these are the things that will bubble up in the surface and will force you to, or cause you to take a, um, to get a divorce. So th that's why that's where I really want the experts to intervene, not just to sit there on the sofa and be like, you're on your eyes too many times, Whitney, or, you know, have you really thought about it? No, I've, that's the whole point. I want the experts to really explain why they matched them beyond like, you like Harry Potter and you like tattoos, you know, kind of, yeah, kind of things. Yeah, you're right. There is there is a bit of the, the why they matched them yeah. missing. Yeah. But I feel like in previous seasons, there was more of a, yeah, we put you together because of X, yeah. whereas I could, maybe they're just trying to not influence, like, like the drama is good right now. Let's keep the drama going. And at the end, when you guys have decided to be together, we'll be like, well, this is why we've heard you out. Usually it's the opposite. It was like, they're on the verge of the breaking up. Oh, the reason we brought you guys together is because you both love family. You're so family oriented. <laughs> I was like, why do you tell me this three weeks ago when but we were like- what difference does that make? Or things have deteriorated the, to when this the point where we don't want to be together anymore. Yeah, but when the cracks were starting and the experts can start to see, especially with the dinner party, even though I the, the concept I didn't particularly love, but I think it was great with Married at First Sight, Australia, was that it was a, a, a window or gateway into their relationship. 
because we, you know, we don't have like cameras in the house like the American version. So the dinner party is as close to what we can see on a day-to-day -day basis of how they interact. And that's what I really, really liked about that, that moment. And I really wish that the experts really leaned into that, leaned into the um, dinner party and really explained more about it when they start to see cracks in those dinner mm. parties. But now those parties are now used as like, drama moments yeah, to really basically. just inflame everything that's happening during the week that we don't see i will just say one more thing about the dinner parties before we move on yeah like when they had the honesty box i was like this oh, is just like there are people here who are in such like with, with like for example with thomas and adrian like i just feel like this is borderline an abusive relationship yeah. and when you keep poking them like it's it would be incredibly traumatizing as a person who's been in a situation before where i felt like I cannot avoid confrontation and it's a near daily basis and it's got nothing to do with me, but I am actually at the centre of it. Mm. I'm going to feel the brunt of it. I know that that made my mental health very, very like you, you're just on edge all the time, mm. but it's incredibly unhealthy. So to watch them be like purposely stoking that fire and putting him in that situation, like Adrian's not a therapist. He has no business being in this situation with Thomas actually, because yeah. Thomas needs help. Yeah. And I don't think Adrian's the one to give it to him, yeah. but you guys have just dumped him in it. Yeah. And also, I think the honesty box was a bit too early. Because usually honest, honesty box comes a little bit later, I think, in the series. I think it was way too early. And all the questions in the honesty box should never have been uttered in the presence of the other couples. These are, The honesty box, it should be in the in the in the living room of each of the couples where they open the box up and they ask that question because yeah, you talk can't about be it. honest can yeah, you, you because can't. there's a hundred people, people there, and you're just like oh, what can i say that it was not gonna offend them that's why kwame was like do you why are we not attractive and then then this guy was there popping his chest ah i want to please <laughs> it's me. It's me. i'm at fault yeah jesus all right the last couple and this better be the last couple. I Let's do not want to see. I do not want to see two more couples coming in halfway if two through. Two more couples bounce. They'll no. bring two more couples. No. That's definitely because those other people went home. They yeah, were expecting. They them came. Yeah, they came really early. That's the thing. But they bounced really early. But I really don't want to see any more new couples come in because I just think that the dynamic between the group so far needs to develop more as well, so I don't that they like can it. trust. So that they can trust the other. Yeah, because no one likes them. No one's trusting any of the other couples. I just think that they need to really hone the the friendships they have with the group before they start bringing more and more couples plus also there's more risk of um, intermingling as we've seen with other that's why i like the new couples where because it's like now the, if you're you guys are in a good place my, and then you see another yeah, girl that you like, like, like grab <laughs> now it's time for cheating yeah so the, the last couple is sophie and jonathan so jonathan's hot <laughs> sorry jonathan is hot my thing is uh, to start off with this show is about really pairing people that will never meet <laughs> in real life it's a it's all about the epitome of the opposites attract yeah. it works with shows like love is blind where you have like a karen and a lauren because it wasn't lauren, opposites no attract, it wasn't he loved black no, girls yeah he loved black girls honest. yeah he loved black girls but lauren had never dated a white guy before that's not opposites attract yeah okay opposites so, attract is, okay he's a murderer yeah. i am a victim <laughs> <laughs> we're opposites no Just i you mean being white is not an opposite no i'm not saying the opposite in the sense of like what where, where i'm talking about like your preferences are different you okay. have two people with two different preferences coming together in this case with sophie and jonathan the difference is it's not about race it's about class which is such an interesting perspective 
to bring out in this particular But they also experience. don't want to say it's class. Yeah, they don't want to say it's class, but everyone else says it's yeah. class. When my guy says he likes Haribo's as his favorite food, and Sophie says that she loves caviar, you notice a difference in what, you know, you don't notice a difference in lifestyles, there's parents, everything. There's a difference in lifestyle 100%. So Sophie, she works in tech, she's like the head of something in tech. Um, you can tell she's making good money. She lives a very lavish lifestyle. She is all about the aesthetics. She likes good things. She likes to spend so that she can get the best in life, etc. Jonathan, on the other hand, is a carpenter. He um, he lives within his means. He's not that fast about the aesthetics. He just wants a nice, peaceful, calm life where he can enjoy things, but it's not about the splashing or the dosh. He's just happy doing what he needs to do. Um, and he has his own business. Now, Sophie, when she did her VT, she was very clear about the type of guy she wanted. In her head, she probably wanted someone who's in a very similar space to her in terms of a financial space, someone who was running a business, someone who's very city life, a very city-minded type of guy. Whereas Jonathan is the opposite. He's very much rural life, very much close to his family. He likes to live a bit of a quiet lifestyle. Um, so that was the initial setup. So we already knew there was going to be clashes and differences to begin with from the minute they met at the out. But I will say when jo um, Sophie saw Jonathan, she was like, yep, at least tick his heart because he is a good looking guy. He's a handsome man. Then he opened his mouth. <laughs> handsome northern lad. He's a handsome northern lad. Um, and she is a primp and proper, she's not southern, I think she's, she's from Manchester. She's I think she's from Manchester. I think she lives in Manchester. She, she lives in Manchester, but she's a northern, upwardly mobile... She seems midland yeah. to me. But anyway, she's from a different side of the tracks. Or he is from the different side of the they're, track. They're from two different sides of the track. track. And he's then, from the bad side and she's from and the, the good side. And then they meet and fall in love. But um, there were some things... Like, like the OC. <laughs> <laughs> there were some things I could relate to Sophie. Of course you do. No, I'm not. Because one, I do not... I'm not about a lavish lifestyle. Material girl. I'm not material girl at all. Like, get your friends <coughs> a material girl. Like, do you guys know what material girl means now? No, that. I'm not a material girl. But I, there was something that she said that I really kind of latched onto. And she said, I've worked hard to get where I am. I've worked hard to build a career, to live this particular life. I want someone that can match me in this sense. I want someone who can, who is of a similar mindset, who is ambitious, who can climb up the career ladder. So I, I kind Why? of like, because that's important to her and she wants that to be important to her partner as well because at least why run though? the same race or run in the same direction. But why? Basically, I think in her head, and I'm not speaking, I, I don't relate to her in this way, yes, but I... Do. No, I just think You that, are Sophie. <laughs> I'm not Sophie at all, no. I'm just saying that I can imagine that she wouldn't want to date someone who is... Oh, this one sounds bad, but who is l lower in terms of his financial ability because it means that they all may rely on her financially to support him. And she may be, be the financial breadwinner, with, with and I don't think she wants that. But I feel like the conversation she has with him, he says, I have a job. Yeah, I have his own. I live the life that I like. Yeah. He didn't say, oh, do you know what I do, though? I aspire to big things, yeah. but I don't want to make the money. He said, I'm good. Yeah, that, which is not a bad thing. I think also it's like the lifestyle aspect. But that's his lifestyle that yeah. he likes. Yeah, and, but for her, she wants to know that when they go on holiday and she wants to go... The girl where she, holiday where she girls, wa isn't Where it? she wants to go to Maldives and he wants to go to... Scarborough. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference in lifestyle. 
That is a massive difference in lifestyle. But and to I'm, me, I, the energy of... I feel like it's very weird to meet someone and you know that you have different like, ideas and to go in there with that really like, oh, this is a... Oh, this is not gonna work and not just try and explain to them why you like what you like, right? Yeah, yeah. He likes what he likes because that's what he knows. Yeah. You like what you like because it's what you know. So it's on you to show them why what you like is good and it's yeah. on them to show you I why what they like is I good. I agree. But to go in there hoping like, this is flop energy. No, I, did she say that? I just, oh, really, she, well, oh, she, she was, like, she would never date Yeah, she like was, this. she was, the, the friends her were parents. quite, the friends were quite judgmental. I would say like, the fact that he had a business and he's like comfortable, I think that's a good sign. Had he been, all electric had, piano in his house. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, <laughs> look, the fact that he had his own business and this, that was the thing that she wanted. She's like, I want, cause she wants to be an entrepreneur herself. So, you know, it's good that she could learn from him. I think it would have been a worse extreme. And I can speak from some experience if, if it was someone like was completely unemployed <laughs> and like did not like, wasn't ambitious. That would be a massive ick. Like that is an ick beyond degree because again, going back to the whole financial support idea. Me and, personally. But I understood where she was talking about from from the ambitious perspective because perfectly honest, if you're ambitious and you've worked your butt off and what's one of the reasons why again this is something that I related to where she was saying that, you know, one of the reasons why she thinks that she was probably been single for a longer time is because she's prioritized her work and her career. You would want someone to be in a similar Why? Position. Why? Because Why would you want to date someone who has the exact same experiences as you? That's boring. No, but You've I... done your thing. You know <laughs> what that's like. Get someone who's done something different. No, I'm not... No, no, I'm not saying... He could be a carpenter. It doesn't matter at all. But is he ambitious? Does he want to grow... Make a franchise of his carpentry? Why does it have to be a franchise? Why can't it be like a cute little... Bespoke little tiny shop? Like, but I just, he makes cribs for newborn babies. That's his thing. Yeah, no, and he good. makes enough money to put food on the table. Why can't that be enough? Because, when, because life, when she wants to shake her ass on a uh, yacht, you right? <laughs> and he's there like, oh, sorry, I can't come with you. Why would I come with you to watch you shaking your ass on a yacht in Dubai? Hmm. Why? The, again, difference in lifestyle. No, com- compromise hear, compromise will be required. Saying, compromise will be required. Meet as a high flyer. As a high flyer, yeah. What I want exactly is Jonathan, calm, handy dude. Yeah. Right. Not all of this lofty brain stuff that I do every day. I want to have to come home every day and do lofty brain stuff. I want to come home. He's like, "How's your day?" I'm like, "Oh, I did this stuff." He's like, "That's lovely." See, that you, sounds really fun, babe. See, you just like he's genuinely interested in my work, <coughs> but we're not competing. There's no business angle. Like, no, I don't. I don't think. I'm not saying that. Yeah. Like, because, but I mean, for me. I didn't want this person to work in my industry at all. No, I, I agree with the industry, but I think it's nice. It's refreshing when it's a different industry. I but I just want, want you to, to be in a similar I position. I want them to have a old timey Bible job. That's what I want. And no uh, tech, <laughs> no creative, no. So no you, plumber. You saying you're electrician? You know how they Bible electricians. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So you're saying as a high flyer. You you go traveling. I keep on using the traveling thing as an example, but you go traveling and you're like, I'm ready to go and fly first class, and he's like, I have to sit in the economy. Yeah, okay. Huh? Then you sit in economy. I sit in first class, brother. We don't need to be together all the time. 
That's the other thing. I don't want to be with my partner all 24-7. Yeah. Do you know what? It'd be quite a nice relief to be like, oh, do you know what? You and the kids go in the corner me. Oh, okay, first time. <laughs> like, you're having a break from you guys. You guys are jarring. I'm going to have two more weeks with you in Aspen. <laughs> that's been Aspen for two weeks. I want to be a wonderful special. I want to do my little emails. And then we can go on this holiday. I, I just... I want treats for me. And also, I want to feel like if I earn the treat, I want to enjoy the treat. It's not now both of us have to enjoy the treat because you also have earned the treat. Get your own treat. Please. I just I, I want a simple man. When I say simple, I want him to have IQ of maybe ninety. No, I no, I cannot. No, it's it just to me. I'll be annoyed. I'll be annoyed that I've worked this hard to get to where I am, and you, I've just barely scraped through life. And now, yeah, but I'm you don't in. know what he's been through. He might have emotional. That's what I'm saying. I don't care about you having career. To, I've been. It's not there. about career. I think it's ambition. Is amb- yeah, I know, but what if his ambition is family-orientated ambition? He's the one who's going to sit down and do the books for this okay, family. Then we're we're going to be then, having... This then, is when we're having these kids. This yeah, is where they're going to yes, go. All this stuff. That's what that's I mean. What he's doing. But when, when she was talking to Jonathan, Jonathan was giving her... Um, yeah, well, we'll see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, because I'm telling you, the energy was felt very judgmental. If I was him as well, I'd probably been like, yeah, no, I don't know, I don't yeah, know. I because just, I don't feel like him in that moment, being honest, would have been met with the energy that he would have liked, which is I'm bearing my soul to you. I'll be vulnerable yeah. with you. Yeah. And you're saying you don't like it. It's really early to, to tell how this relationship is going to land. And yeah, I, it's, I, so early. it's too <laughs> early. And I, I'm so keen to see Sophie and how, how she compromises with her, probably her mindset of what she thought her ideal husband was going to be. I think Jonathan is, is, is like, he's potentially a really lovely partner. Also bear in mind, I think he's got so much potential. I do believe. He's willing to be house husband. Willing to be stay at home dad. So if you love your career so much, yeah, there is that. Yeah, at least you're not going to have to be fighting with this guy in nine mm. months when you want to go back to work, yeah. but no one's there to look after your kid, yeah. and it's too young to go to nursery. Yeah. No. It's become clear that I'm the I'm the person who works. Yeah. Let me go out and live my work life, yeah. and then you can do all the boring domestic stuff that I don't want to do. What I'm saying is this works for me because I'm not domestic in any way, and <laughs> for me, I you just, are a mum. No, I, <laughs> I want balance. I just want to know that I'm bringing the same energy that he's bringing, or he's bringing the same energy that I'm bringing. But I just can't do what they say fair. And I, I'm not saying that the career is beyond end all, but your career can be an indication of how you approach things and what your level of ambition is. And that's the reason why I think this couple is so interesting. And that's why I, there was some. There were some aspects that I related to, but also was very intrigued by more than I have been the other couples because. Yeah. So in short. Yeah. I am Whitney, and Shoshana is Sophie. That's so not- if you're ever curious as to how who we are in real life, just look at those two people as a case study. No, I don't want to talk. Let about- me finish. Give <laughs> <laughs> me Whitney energy ready. <laughs> because I do think that these are very accurate portraits. I, I think it's too early to talk about Sophie because I have not seen her beyond this episode. Sorry, you episode. said you, you felt a kindred spirit. No, I felt, no. When she, you guys heard it on the podcast, no, it's facts. I said the kindred spirit was more like when she said that something, like when she said that she prioritised her career so much to the point where she kind she, of... First of all, she's 26. What what has she prioritised? She finished uni but five years ago. Let's be practical. If she's no, no, 36, yeah, I would take that seriously. Yeah, she's different. 26 years old talking about trying to have a big family and all this stuff. You're doing too much. You're 26. No, but okay. By the age, when she just said that I prioritise my career, 
more than I have relationships, romantic relationships. I I did I Yo, relate to her. Twenty six years old. I related to her in that sense because I felt like at times I have probably prioritized my career over other type of those type of relationships or prioritized yeah. my friendships and my family and my career because those are things that I can see and can can add, can input into. Whereas mm-hmm. romantic relationships, the bar is low. It's the pits. Absolute pits. So anyway. My last overview point around this whole series, at the moment, I am so curious to see what happens on decision day, the final, final decision day. I don't know when it's going to be. Don't we feel, like, how long is this supposed to be on? It feels like we're speeding I think, through yeah, it. Yeah, right? I think we've like, two sofa things in, like, one week. Yeah, that being said, it is, they are filming four days a week, or they um, the show airs four days a week. Yeah, yeah usually you have your um, right. commitment ceremony. You usually have it once a week, really. But I'm surprised. Maybe this they will end. They have two dinners this week. Yeah, they have. I'm very surprised. We'll see. We'll see when this ends. We'll, we are. We just discussed that we definitely want to do a another review. Or maybe we should do a quick prediction. Okay, let's yeah. do. Like that's how we'll wrap this we'll episode up. up. Yeah. Quick predictions. Um, get them up again. The couples. Yeah. Because I've already forgotten them. It's <laughs> crazy. So right. I predict first so we, couple. Okay, sorry. So should we just say based on this prediction that if they're gonna. St- Stay, stay yeah. married, break up, or... Yeah, that's there's only options. Yeah, get married or break up, yeah. Cool. Shanita and Jordan. I think they'll make it. Same. Whitney and Duca. <laughs> I want them to make it, but I do not think they will make it. I don't think they're going to make it. I think they're going to be done the next... By the end of this week. Wow. Or by the end of this... Yeah. No. Tom, Thomas and Adrian. <laughs> no. I don't want this for them. No, I don't. I yeah, don't for actually for, for both of them. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't want this for them. Yeah. April and George. No, I don't want this for George. I think I don't. You, I know you don't want it, but do you think they're gonna stay together? I don't think she likes him. No. I think that for some weird reason they're gonna stay together until it finishes airing, and then we find out that they broke up. Okay. Yeah. Jess and PJ were already broken up. I think Lars and Richie. Lars and Richie is also broken up already. I think they're gonna break up. Kasha and Kwame. Done. Not gonna make it. He would, he would have to have had a lobotomy for this to work. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna make it. I I think she'll she'll it won't be for one of trying on her part, yeah. but I think for him, he feels he feels so out of it enough. Yeah. That, like even when he was saying like when she made me stay out of the room, I was like we're we're, we're done. I feel like any wrong move that she makes, he's gonna use that as an excuse yeah. to leave because he wants to leave. That's how I feel. <sighs> I'm so torn because part of me, I've now think about another couple that was married at first sight in the US. I mean, this was destructive from beginning to end. The guy, he had slept with his ex before the show and got her. She was pregnant. She Ooh. got pregnant. Ooh. Then he had slept with the wife on the wedding night and then the next day said he wasn't attracted to her. <laughs> this is the reason why I was screaming about how you should not have sex straight away on this show. Um, but then they even they said yes on decision day. The experts were begging them to say no. Oh no! Yeah. So Kasha and Kwame, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna work out. But part of me is like maybe it'll I'm, work I'm, out, or they'll say yes. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll say yes, but I just don't think it's gonna yeah, work out. I, don't I think, think it's a maybe. Out. Yeah. Zoe and yes. Zoe and Jenna. Yeah, they might. Yeah, same. Jenna and Matt. We haven't enough information. No, I think it's gonna be no. Really? Yeah. I feel like I if they can get past this next 
stage. Like if they can get yeah. through the honeymoon, they might be fine. Like if they can resolve this thing on the honeymoon, they might be fine. Yeah. But if the honeymoon comes and goes and it's still an issue, I don't think they're gonna make it. I think it. they're gonna be so fiery. I think I think it's gonna be a couple. He seems quite calm and like not very loud yeah. though. I think again, Gemma, Gemma, Thomas. Whitney, I think she's gonna go soon. I don't think Whitney cares. I think that's I the do, problem is Whitney is Whitney is blunt and whatever, but I don't yeah. think she gives a shit about these other people no. or their yeah. things. So if you're being loud and crazy, that's between you and you. Yeah. But if you're coming at me, then we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, but true. if you're if you and Thomas are fighting, that's between you and Thomas. Yeah. She's not gonna jump in. Yeah. Um, Sophie and Jonathan. Maybe you know. I'm gonna say maybe too. I don't. I mean, they are a cute couple. They are, like, you can see them on the cover of, like, Hello. Yeah. Being, like, uh, Jonathan and Sophie welcome, baby. Yeah, number true, two. Like, Jonathan, Look around like, their Cheshire mansion. Yeah. Like, it's just, <laughs> no, Jonathan really, like, showed me the the, um, the, the meaning of life. <laughs> life is not just about money and We've never been happier. <laughs> That'll be the, the little quote on the cover. Yeah. Like, I don't it's know. It's sad to say, but I just don't know. Long term, which any of these couples will make it. But... Um, I know that there may be some yeses at the decision day. Plus, there may be some new couples coming in because you know how this... They might want to elongate the series. Yeah, true, yeah. So. yeah. Well, that has been a lot. There have been so many couples, but it's been so fun to go through this series. It's so interesting. There is so much to break down and I cannot wait to see where these couples end up. But have we discussed what we're going to be reviewing next week? Next week. We will be speaking about a bunch of pop culture stuff Ooh. and Red Rose yeah. on BBC iPlayer, yeah. BBC Three. I think it's finished. It's finished, yeah. All done, I, as far as I know. I think, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, I've seen all the episodes. Same. So, so, so um, we're going to talk about Red Rose, mm-hmm. and um, yes, we may also talk about um. Also, more pop culture news and always more pop culture. Always. But yeah, this has been Scripts and Giggles with Shoshana. I'm Nani. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Bye.